replace me. Replace me, Rick. Just do it. Episode 81. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What a dick. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Please clap. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Robert and Cousin Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show featuring hot takes and a hot potato. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, president and CEO of the Shuli Egar Fan Club from Radio Gunk, it's Monique. What's happening, Mo? Good to Hi. see you. <laughs> yes, I am the I am the senior VP of, of the I Hate Shuli Club. By the way, okay, yeah, I don't want to get into it yet, but okay. So yeah. uh, Monique is back on the show. The last time she was with us, AJ Benza uh, was on the show. Anthony came on the show. I think you got about six words in. So I'm happy to have you back as the sole co-host today. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. Producer Chris and I will be joined by Mike Morse, and we'll be going over another chapter of Easy for You to Say yeah. coming up on uh, Monday. That'll be out by Tuesday for everyone who's on uh, Patreon and Supercast. Also, tickets are on sale for DabbleCon. We are one week out. One week. February 3rd and 4th. Comedy at the Carlson. Go to WATPLive.com for your tickets to that event. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. We should be joined by a review girl later today. But first, we'll be reviewing a show called Opie Radio. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. Greg Opie Hughes, what is your background with, with Opie, Monique? So, for the longest time, you know, we would PM to each other on Twitter Hey, come on the show, come on the show, come on the show, come on the show. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. And even Tim Sabian tried to kind of hook us up because I think he was doing something for Westwood One at the time. Okay. And I went to call Ruiz's um, kind of quasi-funeral thing that they had on the Upper West Side. Yeah. I went with Gorilla and Tim. Definitely coming on the show, definitely coming on the show. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, weirdly enough, there was like a thing about Scott Salem in the paper and um and i see that they quoted opie in it and the quote was literally the exact thing that i wrote to him on a pm he took what i wrote <clears throat> and used it as his, as his quote for what? the post and i was like what the? i was like nice move there opie nice fucking move and and uh, and after that, totally like ghosted me. Really, just ghosted me. And then John, who I do Radio Gunk with, started going onto his chat as Radio Gunk. And you know, even when he had Jackie on, he's like, you know, Jackie's like, oh, I love Monique. You know, I'm good friends with her. And blah blah blah. And Opie's like, yeah, I gotta get on the show. And everybody wrote to me and said, oh, he said he's gonna definitely come on the show. Three months later, still nothing from Opie. So he can really just go suck used and abused by opie mm. oh no poor Monique. totally totally well so no love lost for him 
I decided to check out, because we talk about Opie from time to time, but I haven't really like dived into one of his live streams in quite some time. And he's still doing it every morning. He's still getting up over an, well, yesterday is the one that, that we looked at. And he gets up over an hour before the sunrise and then ends his show before the sunrise. <laughs> it's like the whole point of the show is for me. Sunrise, exactly. but... I started listening. I listened to the first 15, 20 minutes. I was like, you know what? I'll wait and see what kind of clips he has on it. I don't want to ruin the show for us because yeah. I, I love it to be organic. But I, I sent a text to Carl. I was like, wow, what a, what this is this is some kind of shit. And he's like, Yeah, I know. And um it's so bad. And then I fast forwarded to the end. I'm like, oh, okay, so here comes the sun, here comes the sun, here comes the sun, no sunrise. Well, so Opie got a ring light. Now, anyone who pays attention to B. Dabbler, El Harible, he does a good job documenting that Opie doesn't realize how cameras work. And so for a long time, it was dark. And he's like, I got to get a new camera. And he's like, you just need a light. And he finally got a light. So... Check it out. This is Opie starting off his stream. It's 6 a.m., I would say, probably, is when this starts off. And uh, it's dark behind him, but he's lit up. There we go. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream, 500 feet above New York City as the sun comes up over Manhattan. (laughs) Hey, Opie, how did you sleep last night? I slept uh, very, very well until I was woken up by a... By a skunk fart. (laughs) All of a sudden at 4.30 in the morning, I'm like, why am I awake? Why am I awake? And This is how he starts his show, by the way. I just want to point that out. He's very amused with himself for saying skunk fart. Yeah. 30 years in radio. Yep. And you start out a show that's appealing to 12-year-olds with a skunk fart. And, you know, fart jokes are only funny when there's actually a fart to be had. Like, fart, fart jokes aren't funny when there's no fart. I'm just going to foreshadow, um, this skunk fart thing is going to come up a bunch in this episode. <laughs> this that is, that's why he's so lit up. He's like, this is gold. Yep, he's set the table I'm going right to milk now. this. Yep. And I, I realized... Uh, very Wait, cool. sorry. New York sunrises at 7.07 yesterday. Yeah. Yes, know. Right. Okay. So th- that's why he missed it by like seven minutes. Because he started <laughs> six and did an hour. <laughs> Couldn't wait. <laughs> And then I, I realized uh, very quickly why I was awake. I had one of the most putrid farts of my lifetime. It was a skunk fart. It woke me up from a cold sleep at 4.30 in the morning. So with that, I say good morning and cheers. Cheers to you oh, and yours. Ouch. It's Go. painful, isn't it? Yes. That cheers thing that he does, Bo, oh. is so obnoxious. And it, the problem is, is that now I do it. Yes. I can't oh, no, help but do, do it now. No, you do not. It's leaked into our private lives. <laughs> is it any worse than Skull? Seriously. Oh, it's it's on the same level as yeah. Skull to me. Now, Skull's a little bit more obnoxious, but the way Opie does cheers, it's rough. Yeah, he's very proud of himself every time. He's right. so very loud at such an early hour. Like, I was listening to it in my headphones, and I'm like, why is he so fucking loud at like five o'clock in the morning? Good morning, Where- Jack Bo. This is all he knows. Hey, good morning. Weather traffic coming up. Jesus Christ, Opie. Calm down a bit, buddy. Everyone who's watching oh, you no. just woke up. Relax. All right. Drinking game time. I don't care what time of day you're listening to the show. Drinking game time. All right. 
Every time he says skunk fart. Oh, no. Going forward. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Chris is like, I got to grab another bottle. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a box somewhere around here. All right. So after, and by the way, I'm going to go in order. I don't normally just go in order with these clips, but I feel like it tells a story. It, it, tells, it really does. Right? A picture. Yeah. So we got we to gotta go through this methodically here and see how Opie runs this live stream All right. that he does. <laughs> and then I'm out cold, man. I, I was doing great last night. And then, yes, 4.30 in the morning, I'm looking around the room like, why am I awake? Why am I awake? And all I could smell in the room was a skunk fart that was coming from me. From me. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now, because he's got doggy, so now the question comes up, how do you know that was your fart, OB? Exactly. And, not- and you know what I, I noticed, which is incredibly funny to me, everybody that's in his live chat are actually real people. Like, <laughs> yes. like we usually have people are like, you know, the the fart of Christmas past or, you know, Harry Vayner or whatever. He has real people. Well, it's I'll tell so you, weird. I'll tell you why he's live streaming in this episode. He's live streaming to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Now the oh, Instagram is usually only if you like follow him, but he opened it up publicly for this episode. Oh, lucky us. And what yeah, we're going right. to find out, Mo, is that he likes people on Instagram and Facebook. But not YouTube, because that's where the fake accounts come in. That's where he has a problem with people. So we'll, we'll learn more about that. He's going to put them on on blast. You'll see. Um, so, all right, let's find out how he knows it. it's his fart that woke him up at 4.30 a.m. And I thought I could sneak one out. And um, it was so bad, this skunk fart, that uh, my wife wanted to get mad at the dog. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> so I know it was mine. Why did the dog eat a skunk? Nothing worse than one of these farts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So gross. Just the ones that are just hot air. Hope he describes that don't make noise and yeah. blow a lot of air. Those <laughs> are There's the ones nice you gotta look uh, for, kids. You gotta look out for those, of course. By the way, he's breaking new grounds with this conversation right now. You guys ever hear about those silent but deadly parts? <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows an SPD. Everybody. Yeah, I know. Oh, wow. Don't we go into CPT? What, what, what's, what's the wording he uses? Oh, you're talking about chat GPT? GPT. Yes. So <laughs> the next conversation he has is about having to go to like this open house at his daughter's private school. And at the open house, they try to engage the parents with what the kids are learning and here's the stuff they're working on. Opie doesn't give a fuck. He could yeah. give two shits. He just wants to look at her art projects. He doesn't care about math or, or anything else. Right, because school sucks now. Well, because school is useless, according to Opie. It was all right. Um, my daughter's a, 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 very, a very, I will say it, a very good artist uh, for the age of 10. So her artwork was fantastic. Then there was what? Then there were workbooks and and math equations, and I'm just like, ah, I'm not sitting through this. Show me more of your art, because the rest of the stuff I think is stupid in this day and age. Now that we got the Chat GPT, or is it GPT <gasps> Chat? Is that what you're talking about GPT? You like that? You like that? What is that? What is GPT? Are you not familiar with Chat GPT? It's uh, it's this it's this AI search engine type thing where you can type in any oh, question. You write a, 
a note yeah. or something. It'll, okay. it'll answer your question very conversationally. And uh, the big controversy is that you could have it write a paper for you if you're in school. Right. And you can right, just type right, in right. there, I need 500 words about Russian history, whatever. That's the example that Opie uses. Jay so because, because of that, school is useless. Now that we got the GP Tate chat, school is completely officially useless. <laughs> Father of the year over here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's paying for private school for both of his kids and pointing at the screen and going, school is useless, kids. Don't waste yeah, your just time. In case, just in case anybody doesn't realize it, Opie currently lives in a $7 million five-bedroom, four-and-a-half-bath apartment on the 46th or 48th floor on Riverside Drive. So this man is is probably the worst person to talk about, you know, school, anything, anything. This is what's so He's, annoying about Opie is that back on the Opie and Anthony show, he would talk about it all the time. He's just like, we learned all this math in school. I never used any of that. I don't even know why we had to learn that. It's like, well, yeah. some people do, Opie. Mm -hmm. Not everyone <laughs> becomes a millionaire radio star. Yeah, you don't represent <laughs> the masses. <laughs> yeah, like he, he, he still, to this day, has not figured that out. Right. He's talking about, yeah, like, yeah. well, now that we have chat GPT, you don't even need school. Guess what? The people who created that went to school. Yeah. They learned math. <laughs> and other things happen in school other than book reports. You know? I know. <laughs> so... This is this brain dead dummy reminding us that school is stupid. So my point is very simple. School is stupid, kids. <laughs> Thanks so. I have spoken. Very good. Wait, wait, wait. So you have hey Opie, are you gonna go on Kevin Brennan's show? Yes. And this of course yeah, of course. So then he has to make the general public statement oh. about how he feels about Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Actually, let me skip ahead to that. Because um, people are asking him here if he wants to go on Misery Loves Company. And so this is him. Yo, Kevin Bryan was talking about you yesterday. He said he wants you on his show. I think it would be great. You'd be a great interview. Uh, no, thanks. Tell, tell Kevin Brennan, no, thanks. I'm doing my thing. I ain't going on anyone else's dumb, stupid show. <laughs> so uh, that would be a no thank you. Okay? I respectfully uh, decline no the invite. You. Hold on. The, the, the very end here, I, you, you got to hear this again, because after he says, I'm not going to your dumb show, he says. Okay. I respectfully uh, decline the invite. <laughs> that wasn't that respectful. No. And if I could just play this, because my buddy Jackie Marlowe sent me a timestamp to Kevin Brennan talking about having Opie on his oh, show. Let's hear how serious Kevin was yeah. about getting Opie on the show. I'm sure he's in tears now. I'm going to try yeah. to get Opie on the show. Opie. I think he's Opie from Opie and Anthony. We hundred bucks, we could probably get him. Uh how about stop complaining once and be funny? Kev, what are you kidding, fat boy? This is always fucking funny. It's always entertaining. It's like fucking always fun. Yeah. By the way, that's the end of that conversation. Uh, I'm getting Opie on the show. <laughs> and everyone's like, Opie, guess what? Kevin wants you on the show. You gotta go do it. Uh, shot out a PM to him on Twitter. Hey, I heard you want me on the show. Yeah, it was the one time Chad was silent. <laughs> oh, Chad with those reading glasses on. Somebody put in the comments underneath it that he looks like he's wearing glasses with the eyeballs painted on them. <laughs> he's such a nerd. That would be the first funny thing he ever did. <laughs> if he just came out with googly eyes yeah, yeah. and that was a stand-up, so I'd be like, this guy's a genius. A rainbow wig. <laughs> Chad, I'm giving you this one, buddy. Yeah, Take it. Yeah. Don't even give us credit. We don't need it. You got it. First one's free. <laughs> 
consultant to the stars. <laughs> All right. Now, this is something you don't see out of Opie very often. He's been going back and forth with my buddy Aaron at Steel Toe. Mm-hmm. And what happens is they're both broadcasting at the same time. So Steel Toe will send the people who are watching him over to Opie's chat. And then Opie sometimes plays along, sometimes he doesn't. In this case, he's gonna let everyone, he's gonna let everyone know how successful he is. You can already see the orange in the uh, horizon. It, it looks like that sun is gonna pop in another, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. Uh, Opie, if you convert these videos into podcasts and do the steel toe show, I think you'll find an increase in viewers and subs. I I, I ain't doing some lame ass stupid podcast. People are trying to push. Yes, you are. People are like just <laughs> hanging off my nuts. These, these these podcasters on the YouTube, and they're all bothering me. Wait, I'm yeah, sorry. He's I'll saying make a deal with uh, his nuts. I'm sorry. What was that? Somebody said that they're hanging off of his nuts. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Everyone's riding his coattails in the startup right now. <laughs> Mind the gas. If I just get some of that opie juice going. <laughs> Gross. YouTube, and they're all bothering me. Here, I'll make a deal with uh, that guy and anyone else out there. When you can show that you got three, not one, not two. Oh, sorry for the curse finger. Not one, not two, not, but three. Sorry, three <laughs> multi-million dollar homes. Yeah. Then get back to me and, and I'll bother wow. with you. Until then, shut your mouth and do your stupid little internet show. I'm sorry. Can you put that on pause and see how many views this show has? That show? That <laughs> this episode had, I don't know, a few hundred, I think. No, it's 775. Yeah, okay. But he's got okay. three multi million dollar homes, Monique. Face. Multi million dollar homes. I don't hear Jesus him brag Christ. like that very often. He must be very upset with Aaron from Steel Town because that really triggered he's him. Tired. Just now. He was a farge. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask. Don't ask. I didn't realize he'd be swinging his dick around this early in the morning. I was like, whoa, okay. Watch it with that thing. Holy shit. You're going to take someone's eye out with that. What a fucking asshole. This is a guy who asks for stars on Facebook, which you know is one penny each. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's constantly looking for donations. Again, I'll get to it. But he lets YouTube know he's not too thrilled about, about how much money he's making from YouTube. Yeah, he wow. returns wine. He, <laughs> he returns bitches wine. about bagel costs. <laughs> He's so cheap. He can't afford parking in his building. Right. He has to park on the street, move his car twice a week. And here's Are this guy you... bragging about three multi-million dollars. Sell one of them, Alpi. Yeah. <laughs> Get a parking spot. Seven million dollars. Six point nine eight million dollars he purchased that for. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I can't get rid of them. My family's hiding in one of them. They won't tell me which. Yeah. All right, guys. Get ready, because there is a sunrise mm. coming. Mm. Oh, God. Enough of these guys hanging off my nuts. There's your uh, sunrise coming up. Is that really the sunrise? <laughs> no, but he's still fucking at the AM morning. He's like, coming up. We got weather. We got traffic on the nines and a sunrise. Stick around for that. You're not going to want to miss it. So this was this is what's fascinating to me because there's a few things that happen in this episode I don't really see very often. The first one being bragging about his homes and yeah. kind of being a douche about that. But the second one is him actually saying that his live stream from the day before didn't go very well. And I just thought, wait a second, Opie's self-evaluating? 
Because that doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. I got up after barely sleeping, and I did a just a, I'll be honest, a lame-ass live stream. It was a lame-ass live stream yesterday. So came out of the box on fire. But, um, man, you know, there's things. Getting older now. Uh-huh. I think there's things I can't eat anymore. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so he admitted to doing a lame I think, Mo, I think you mentioned, like, what is today's life? Yeah, I want to see his greatest hits. This is good? (laughs) I'm confused as to how he's measuring this. Yeah. Specifically. (laughs) What are the metrics of a shit show for him? Right. Like I used to say about Shuli's show, of course, because I know that he talked about me the other day, and people wouldn't go on my show because I don't have as many viewers as he does. And it's like... Oh, simmer down, Shuli. Simmer the fuck down. I used to, I used to daily go on and see how many viewers you had. Remember when it was 300, 400, 500? You know what the difference is between me and you? I didn't have like 30 million people listening to me every friggin' day. That's the difference, Shuli. Okay, I digress. I'm sorry. Wait a second. You're not the president of the fan club at all, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to realize. And she would have gotten away with it, too. <laughs> yeah, right. wasn't pretty good. So you just heard Opie introduce another fresh concept. As you get older, you just can't eat the same foods anymore. <laughs> and producer Chris, if I gave you a thousand guesses, you oh, would never oh. even come close to the food that Opie is describing that he can no longer eat. And one of those would be the three bean chili. Oh, yeah. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. Where where are my older people at? I don't think I can handle the three bean chili anymore. Boom. Hot take. I don't think I can handle the three bean. What is he cracking? Why is that funny to him? Why is he talking like that also? What, what, <laughs> what kind of like morning gangster talk is this that he's doing? I can't do that three bean. Yeah, what, that, what that's where the comedy comes from. Yeah, Molly. he thinks that's oh, funny. That's it. Rather okay, than I'm... say things that are funny, witty, or interesting, he just puts out a voice. <laughs> I'm putting out a voice to make it interesting for the viewers. While I talk about very boring shit. Holy shit. <laughs> when, when he fucking said three bean chili. Uh, no! Opie! <laughs> make up something that's more interesting than that. Even if that is the case. Yeah. And you could just say chili. I know. Three bean really? chili. <laughs> Which is the bean that got you, Opie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do the kidney. I could do the... <laughs> I don't think I can handle the three bean. That is just like a gas bomb when you get older. And that's why I, uh, I woke up too early again this morning because, uh, because of the skunk fart from the three bean chili. Tom, are you taking notes right now? (laughs) (laughs) Some comedy gold right here. Um, so one of the things that Opie does is, and I try to pay attention as best I can. There's so much going on here. There's comments that are just coming up. Nonstop, like LaShonda Jackson, Jackson's on there right now. And um, she writes, Opie not wasting his time with nobody podcast. Good for you, Opie. <laughs> he was coming on to LaShonda a little bit earlier. Yeah. He's like, oh, LaShonda, you must be new here. Yes. Welcome to my little family. Welcome to the club. Yeah, he, he thinks that she's an ally. She is not. <laughs> she, will, <laughs> she will show her true colors uh, pretty soon. But what I love about Opie is he's constantly putting up these different comments. 
and when he decides to leave up the longest is shit like this. A chicken chili, I can still do those. But man, I gotta slow down on the hey, spice. Hey, Opie, you suck. Slow down on the spice. <laughs> That's why I don't think Just I can do that chicken there. wing podcast where they Steve eat the hot is the man wings. I would be a mess. He is the man. <laughs> yeah, Steve, well done. Buddy. He doesn't mince words. <laughs> hey, Opie, you suck. Go back, go back. The hubris of thinking that they want him on the podcast where they eat hot oh. wings, which gets like millions of viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Good no. point. Spice. Slow down on the spice. That's why I don't think I could do that chicken wing podcast where they eat the hot wings. I would be a mess. And no one's asking you. No one asked you. And you know what else I won't do is Joe Rogan. So <laughs> don't even ask. Know. I'm not doing it. Or anything entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is how boring the – so he's trying to cultivate a brand new audience. He doesn't like the open Anthony pests anymore. He shoes them away. Mm-hmm. But the new audience that he wants – are the most boring people to ever exist in this world. And exactly. That's the real people. They're so boring. Yes. That, that, right. That's why you're like, holy shit, this is not a fake account. This is actually a boring <laughs> person <laughs> who's participating in the show. And this is a guy named Tom Mee, last name M-E-E. And uh, Tom Mee Tom. is very boring. Tom Mee. Wait till you get to be my age. Ugh. <laughs> Tom Mee. Hysterical. Good one. Cheers to our, our pal Tom. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, this is water cooler word. talk. Yeah. This is the word. water cooler talk that makes you want to go do your job. You're like, right. all right, yeah, no, I know. My, my joint hurt too. Okay. Ooh, I gotta go do that thing with that guy now. Yeah, I got a, I got a meeting. I got to file a report. But yeah, no, this has been a great convo. I'm going to be caught up this morning. Tom, me. <laughs> boring asshole. Oh, this is hilarious. So Opie's talking about staring into the night sky. And he oh. says that, um, you know, in New York City, it's hard to see the stars. But. He was able to see some stars the other night, and then he makes this brilliant Facebook stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know when you look uh, up into the night sky, you're looking at the past? Cheers. You're looking at the past. That is in some, some of these things you're looking at. Uh, what you're looking at is uh, something from, I don't know, light years, light years ago. I think. Is that how it works? Nope. <laughs> a light year is a measurement of distance, Opie. It's not a measurement of time. Maybe school is a good thing. Yeah. Maybe paying attention to school would be a good thing so you don't make an ass of yourself on your live stream talking about, oh my God, that happened light years ago. <laughs> you could barely count to three before. <laughs> one, two. Oh, I mean, two. Not one. Not two. Not three. I mean, one, no, it no, is no, three. Actually, it is, actually yeah. is exactly. Cool sucks in my humble opinion. <laughs> so now that he made this observation about stars being light years away. Right. Or, or No, no, no. That actually is the correct thing to say. Light That's years ago correct. is what you're seeing in the sky. So his dumb audience doesn't correct about it, but just thinks he's uh, a genius. Opie DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah, but I dumb it down for everybody. <laughs> I really just dumb it down. <laughs> Thanks, Opie. Yeah. Thanks for dumbing it down for us. I was confused for a minute there. <laughs> Do you get it, Tommy? <laughs> now, Monique, I don't know if you made it this far into the show. I got into. I got to Opie DeGrasse Tyson, yes. Okay. Because coming up next is... One of Opie's old bits. Now, he doesn't know what to do 
to fill this time, obviously. So he's going to get the phones lit up. Oh, this is one of the things you do on FM radio. Like, hey, let's get a topic going. Let's get the phones lit up. You know, why don't we do this? It's an old bit that I did a million years ago. And then I brought it to the Opie and Anthony show. It's a very, very simple bit. And it gets us all just, just contributing. Let's do FU Friday. It's Friday. Something has pissed you off. What pissed you off this week? Let them roll in the chat room. I'll put you on the big screen if you're watching this on the Facebook or the YouTube. And I'll certainly uh, (laughs) focus on the Instagram a little. Jim Jeffries. My buddy Jim Jeffries checking this out. He probably didn't want me to say that, but hi, Jim. One of my favorite comedians to to this day. And I think he's got a special coming out, the the Jim Jeffries. All right. A couple things going on here. So... Jim Jeffries. The Jim Jeffries. If he if this is really Jim Jeffries who's watching him, like why wouldn't you want people to know that he's watching? Is that embarrassing to be watching Opie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Opie thinks so. Yeah, you think that was a slip? <laughs> I didn't say it. Opie did, so I don't know. I do doubt that that was Jim Jeffries watching him, but no, maybe it was. Seems like a pretty common name. All right. So we're gonna go to the phones. And the way that you get a bit like this going, Monique, is you give your own example. All right, it's F.U. Friday, and I'm going to tell you what I'm F.U.ing about this Friday, and we'll get your calls after the break. So, But, yeah, man, it's F.U. Friday. What pissed you off this week? I mean, I'm going to go with uh, three bean chili pissed me off, <laughs> and I'm going to go with uh, skunk farts <laughs> waking me up at 430 in the morning. That That's what's pissing me off on this F.U. Friday. This what is the greatest you sense. got? Is everyone you drunk now? Really should have made us guess. <laughs> yeah. You really should have made us guess what his thing that pissed him off was. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think's pissing off Opie today? Skunk farts? Skunk farts. <laughs> <laughs> chili. Whoa. People invited me on their shows. <laughs> the stars. The stars. <laughs> All right. So what's funny is one person writes in F you to the flu. Because I guess she has the flu or something. Nobody else participates in this FU Friday. It goes nowhere. Nobody gives a shit. It doesn't work at all. And uh, this is a fun comment that comes up on the screen from J-Rock. Props to J-Rock. They get rough weather. And what you see every once in a while is one of these giant (laughs) medium-sized trees just going like this up and down in the water. A giant medium-sized tree. So J-Rock says, hey, Opie, got news for you. All comedians on ONA hated your guts. After he goes, hey, my buddy Jim Jeffries. Yeah. What's up, Jim? <laughs> Jim doesn't like you. <laughs> All right. So now Opie's going to start talking football. <laughs> there are apparently four teams left. I don't know. I stopped paying attention. But I guess oh, there's four teams left. Stop in the it. Sure, sure, sure. So Opie's going to give his uh, his hot take. And there's a Dunning-Kruger effect going on here with Opie <laughs> that I find hysterical. But what do I know? You know what? I know as much as anyone else on ESPN. For real. I mean, they, they just babble. Stupid oh, babble. He ESPN too, I see. Yeah, see? He... God, he's so full of himself. Jesus, fuck. It's amazing to me. Monique, I'm not saying that everyone on ESPN is a genius, but these people are watching these games. They're they're studying the tape. <laughs> they're watching all the plays. They're having what meetings about it. Opie's like, I know as much as anyone on ESPN about sports. What? No. <laughs> yeah, and he leads don't. into it as if it's going to end like uh, humble. <laughs> right. <you're> right. <laughs> he's like, what do I know? Yeah, what do Just, I know? And what an Just expert knows. Just more than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
sorry, I might have missed out on something, but was there an actual segment where he went to the uh, Friday, fuck you Friday things? Was there anything? No, there was just that one woman who said she had the flu. That was it. It never went anywhere. <laughs> it wasn't a good phone topic, apparently. <laughs> I hope his PD has a, has a talk with him next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we've seen some of these comments that are coming through. Like, hey, Opie, you suck. And uh, J-Rock saying, all comedians know it hated your guts. But this is the comment that stops him in his tracks I and gets him distracted. Up, there funny. is <clears throat> my roots are showing. What, what, bro? What, what? Your roots are. Sh- what are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> um. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> that throws him off. Your roots are showing. He's just like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? How do what? I deal with this? What? Yeah. Because because he looks so good and so attractive in this video to begin with that that should be the one thing that would make him upset. Yeah, introducing the ring light was the worst thing he ever did because now I can see what he looks like. It's not good. Jesus Christ. 5 a.m. Opie is not a good look. Well, 5 p.m. also sucks. <laughs> Don't get me started at noon. Noon Opie's the worst of all. Noon. All right. Monique, time for a station identification. Opie needs to take a little break here on the show. Here's, uh, the sun coming up over. Uh, wow, that looks nice today. All right, let me get my second cup of coffee. Yes, I just walk off. It takes. Wow. Uh, it takes about a minute. The mic's down there. I had to bend over. I'll be right back. <laughs> so he seems to know what he's doing he wrong. Yeah. Is there going to come a moment where he realizes that the light is like O for Opie? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You can actually make the OP radio logo out of that. If he just moved it over just a little yeah. bit so it's in front of the building, it could be like his logo. He's oh, too he, smart for that. You could be a producer of this show, yeah. I think. <laughs> so the reason why I played OP getting up to get his second cup of coffee is because I wasn't going to, except for what happens when he comes back is hilarious. Ah, you, you couldn't wait, Instagram. Lost half my Instagrammers because I went and got another cup of coffee. You couldn't wait. You know what? Should I turn them off? You couldn't wait. No, I'll leave you on. Kind of need the numbers. All right. Where were we? Pat Duffy's uh, daughter's birthday. I hope that went well. Wow. He said at one point there's 20 people watching him on Instagram. So we're from 20 to 10. Yeah. And his first thought was to punish the people who were still watching. Yeah. Oh, well, then no one gets to watch right. if 10 people are leaving. And then that's sad. I need the numbers. Oh. <laughs> Even I'm like, oh, poor guy. <laughs> He's just trying to get by in this big town. Yeah. This big city's eating him up. <laughs> so. I remember, like, radio people used to always make the joke when something wasn't going well. I'd be like, oh, my God, I can hear people changing the station in their cars right now. But what's funny is that Opie can actually see people dropping off. Yeah. That's got to be torture, right? To be like, oh, where's everyone going? What happened? (laughs) The reality is how many people could have possibly been listening at 5 o'clock in the friggin' morning or 6 o'clock in the morning? Could you imagine getting up and being like, oh, i got to turn on Opie. Got to see what Opie's wow. talking about today. And he's so fucking loud. It's like, where's his family? Where are the kids? Is everybody sleeping at this point? Where is he? I think they're sleeping. I would hope <sighs> so. Because <laughs> most people are still in bed at this time. Jesus. All right. So 
Now, Obi. Maybe they all had to get real jobs because of him. <laughs> yeah, these kids are working the sea yeah. shift. Yeah. They'll be home soon. Selling factory. <laughs> My kids are making iPhones. <laughs> Down in Chinatown. I found them in the suicide nets. <laughs> making iPhones at Foxconn. <laughs> Holy shit. Pretending to be OP is funnier than being OP. Yeah. <laughs> By a lot. Yeah. All right. So I mentioned, we mentioned LaShonda Jackson earlier was this hot black girl who's on there going, hey, OP, oh, you're hot. I'm single. All this crazy shit. Yeah. So then right. she comes out with this comment. But right now on that damn moon, there's like, uh, there are the Prince of Neil Armstrong. There's a typo, but I think what it says is, I hear Bam Margera is still digging out Opie's wife's guts. There's there's a rumor (laughs) that Opie's wife slept with Bam, and it bothers Opie to this day when people bring it up. So I find people are fucking with him. Are you familiar with that rumor, Mo? Have you heard that? I have heard that rumor. Yeah. I mean, Bam Majera is like, what, like two minutes from dead. But yeah, I heard that he uh, he banged his wife. He still that. looks better than Opie. <laughs> <laughs> Stepping uh, out and onto the damn moon. And those uh, footprints he leaves will be it up there for, for He's so stupid. at least a million years. That's crazy. What is he talking about, though? So what he was talking about was how the footprints from... The first astronauts will be on the moon yeah. for a million years. Yes. <laughs> I, mean, Monique, I, I wish I could explain to you why he's talking about any of this. I, I watched this whole thing and I still am dumbfounded by it. Jesus. Oh, God. He's finally saw Oh, it. LaShonda, you were a hater the whole time. <laughs> you betrayed oh, me. Oh, my <laughs> God, you got me. Isn't he I got the one special putting haters up these, that go- uh, yes. these clips? Yes. He's the one putting this up. That's what I do. I mean, we know how to do this. You didn't have to put that up, Opie. That's what I mean. He's so bad at this. Like, he's running the exact wrong show format for a guy who has all these people who want to fuck with him all the time. He's constantly putting up people fucking with him, which encourages more people to come and fuck with him. Which means all he's doing is clicking through them. That's all he's doing. Right. He's I, not even reading them. You know what? Opie, just do 20 minutes on skunk farts. Don't even <laughs> don't even talk to the chat. Just, you know, don't even put up their chats. Make sure you use that second uh, camera angle that's exactly like the first. <laughs> <laughs> he does these videos, Monique, he produces after the fact, where he's got two cameras. It's just like Tommy from The Room. He's, it's, there's two cameras right next to each other, and he goes back and forth between the two, and it's like there's no difference. It's great. <laughs> I got special haters that go after my uh, my wife and my kids. Those are the special haters. They go oh, after my, my wife and uh, and kids, and they, they don't want anything balls. to do with this. So they just go with horrendous bullshit rumors that are absolutely not true and were proven to be not true a million effing years ago. Those are the special haters I got. So cheers to them and the hate in their dark fucking hearts. <laughs> Sounds like Obi's a special hater. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is a roller coaster of emotions that we're going through here. Everyone was having fun, and now he's pissed. I did it with the wiffle ball bat. Oh, boy. All right. So now the sun is starting to come up. It's starting to get light outside. And Opie, because his face is getting darker, thinks it's a camera problem. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't know why my camera's looking crappy today, but that's all right. 
we'll so light behind that. you will make like... you darker. Wait, I gotta go. Oh, let me just do this. <laughs> Thirty years in radio, my friends. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Nelly. What did um, you do? He's, so he's, he's turning into the sun. <laughs> oh, he goes, bah, my fucking camera looks like shit today. Ring light versus the sun. The sun is going to win that battle every time. I think Opie. so. I think so. Being backlit is a bad strategy for a broadcast. Wow. People who take Zoom meetings know this, but Opie still can't figure it out. Okay. Yeah. And why would it be different today? He's been doing this for a while. Oh, that's how dumb he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. He I keep forgetting. <laughs> he thinks it's the fucking My camera. bad. I'm the dumb one. All right. So now we have um, Cordiff Natural Gas, who is, by the way, <laughs> El Haripe. <laughs> this is El Haripe's potato that's a great guy. Is that a good sunrise behind me today? <laughs> Not really. Not really. We, we do way, way better. So if people are familiar with Cordiff, it is a um, really crappy looking Mr. Potato Head with a guitar in his hands. And he says, Amazing. Oh, wow, that is a tremendous sunrise behind you. Yes. And I think he just wanted to get Opie to look. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> Made you look. <laughs> Made you look. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I listen to podcasts all day at work and would love if you did one. Oh, my God. Anthony, are you like, are you serious? Are you serious? I got the Opie Radio. Oh my God. He can't be serious, right? I got a podcast. It's called Opie Radio. Basically, what I do is cut up, uh, I cut up these live streams, get rid of a lot of the stuff that didn't work. Uh, are you reading? Are you reading like baseball? Sometimes it's just the funniest friggin' thing. I know, because Cordiff wrote in there, Are you from the South? Opie is as beautiful as the sunrise behind him. I'm new to Opie. Is he from the South? I'm originally from Bama. Bless his heart. Yes, which means go fuck yourself, yeah. as, as we all know. <laughs> Radio. Basically, what I do is cut up, uh, I cut up these live streams, get rid of a lot of the stuff that didn't work. Uh, you know, a little inside baseball. Sometimes I take two to three of these live streams and make it into a half-hour podcast because then – you're listening to that going, God three, three damn it, is this... Yeah. <laughs> That's three hours worth of show he makes into a 20-minute podcast. But, but listen to what he says about his editing job. Going, God damn it, is this guy good? <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to his podcast. It's terrible. He thinks he's turning this into gold? It's impossible. Yeah. All the massing out in the world can't make this good. <laughs> it's not good. I can't believe three hours for 20 minutes worth of podcast. But look at how quickly he's triggered. Hey, Opie, I, I, you should do a podcast. He's like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't know about the world famous radio. podcast radio. <laughs> and then he goes on to explain how, yeah. how it works. <laughs> All right. So now this is where YouTube gets mean. And YouTube, uh, you were extra aggressive today with the hate. By the way, I want to point out in the chat down here is Ben Ratner, which is Rat, uh, Anthony Kumi's original producer when he went to Compound Media. Good to oh, see him. Wow. He's still in the fold hanging out. And YouTube, uh, you were extra aggressive today with the hate, and you gave zero money, <laughs> so you will not be on the next uh, live stream I do. Oh, punishing uh, them. It no. only takes ten dollars to keep me live streaming on the YouTube, and you did not do that because I'm not going to sit here with your just horrendous, <laughs> awful hate. 
and, and do it for free. So go F yourself. Surely you can't put a price on your dignity. Well, I would have thought so either. Here we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> ten bucks. <laughs> what the fuck's ten bucks going to do for him? Right, so you don't get me next time. You don't get this. You don't get all this for the next time. Oh, I love Ratner's actually trying to give him real advice. Guessing the exposure of the camera is set to the bright background on auto, so it's underexposing you. May want to try setting that manually. Hey, uh, Rat. He's not going to pay attention to that. Yeah. Actually, don't useful bother. information that would help him? No way he reads that. Don't bother. <laughs> don't, don't bother with that nuts. He'll read it if it starts with fuck you. <laughs> Awful hate. And, and do it for free. So go F yourselves. You will not be on the next live stream. And, of course, Facebook, you know. Oh, wait, what did they say there? Yeah, did you see Hold that? On. From you uh, going have Monique show more leg for better numbers. <laughs> Yeah, Ross Dog's Broken Spirit, who I think is a hater. <laughs> I, I almost said troll. I got to remember Opie talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opie is haters. John is trolls. Okay, I got to remember that. Yeah, that's the way it works. Okay. So, so they ask. Have Monique. have Monique as if we have any kind of relationship. Have Monique show more leg for better numbers. I think that's a, I think that's a joke. But um, I was happy to hear you say earlier that um, – John from Radio Gunk likes yes. to watch his show. Oh, he trolls him all the time. Yeah, <clears throat> because I I was wondering if um if maybe this was you or not here. Speaking of money, what did SiriusXM spend on Howard Six? Yeah, that's that's yes. This is that's from Radio Gunk. This is a question. Speaking of money, what did SiriusXM spend on Howard's 60th birthday bash in 2014? And what do they pay the guests to show up? This. So your boy John knows how to trigger. Opie, this is the. Oh, if you want to get him going, just like say shit Good like this, this will piss him off. Speaking of money, what did SiriusXM spend on Howard's 60th birthday bash in 2014, and what did they pay their guests to show up? Oh my God, Radio Gunk, that is a great question. <laughs> that is a great. Howard Stern is the biggest effing baby. I will never let up on that garbage. They pay him, I don't know, rumor has it, they're still paying him <laughs> at least uh, like $80 million a year. And um, <laughs> at their 60th birthday, they spent, I mean, they spent millions, millions of dollars. And this is what's unbelievable. Like, they had, a, they had to stroke that guy's ego all the time. It wasn't good enough that they were handing over pretty much the company to one guy. But then they had to throw these extravagant birthday bash. <laughs> That's my favorite comment right there. We've been reading a lot of funny comments. This is what Joe say says. Dum Dum puts the trolls on screen. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> He's asking for it. Gold. The comments are gold. <laughs> it's so funny. We're That's... all here chuckling. And it's not about Opie. It's about the comments. Right. The only thing entertaining about his show is people trolling him and him just putting it up on screen. And and sometimes he catches it quick and moves it off the screen yeah. quickly. And other times he just leaves it up. Yeah, he screen. doesn't have a good batting average of this. As the sun comes up higher, he's like, <laughs> you practically can't see him anymore. <laughs> Extravagant <laughs> birthday bashes. And yes, yeah, supposedly some of the celebrities were paid to be there. I don't know. The, I don't know if that's true, but I heard that over the years, and they spent millions on this damn thing. And then you get, you had very very talented people that worked at SiriusXM, and they were asking for like, they were asking for a thousand dollars more a year. Hey, I hey I can't pay my bills, and look, I'm I, I'm obviously doing well for you. I just need a thousand, and they would say no. Oh, man of the people, Opie, all of a sudden. Oh. 
talking about SiriusXM not paying people enough money. Meanwhile, Opie <laughs> was negotiating contracts every two years, making $3 million a year to be the co-host of a show. And all of a sudden, he's, he's like righteously going, why don't they pay these guys more money spending all this money on the talent? Well, when you were the, the talent, you were fine with it, Opie. Way better than that, because of his contract, he was off air for two years and still getting paid. Well, that wasn't serious, though. That was um, K-Rock, right? N- uh, maybe not K-Rock. We're, we're NEW, maybe? WNEW? WNEW. Right. That's how he was able to hoard so much money. He he was paid for two years to stay off radio. Yeah. Amazing. We should do a contest that people have sex at a church around here. That sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> I'll take that. I'm just laughing at how much darker he's getting as like the time goes by. Yeah. Like, I know. He's more orange than the sunrise somehow. He, he is his own sunset. All right. So then we find out Opie or I'm sorry, Howard's birthday bash. Obviously you remember this very well, Monique, his yes. 60th birthday bash, yes. star studded affair, big event that happened. And uh, I, I was just shocked to hear Opie wasn't invited. Anyway, oh, Radio Gunk, you got me going. And you know what? We weren't invited. They kept telling uh, me and Anthony that we were the second biggest show at uh, Sirius XM, right? I'm like, all right, cool, man. Uh, I want to check out this this goofy birthday party because I definitely wanted to goof on it. Hell fucking to the yeah. So maybe they they knew not to (laughs) they knew not to invite us. And I'm like, wait, we can't go? No, you can't go. I, but we're the second biggest show. You tell us all the time we're the second biggest show at Sirius XM. Yeah, but you can't go. Because that's because we drove Howard nuts because we were always honest about his bullshit. What a Zumach thing to say. Yeah. Why, why am I not invited? I just want to go there and goof on it. Yeah. What's the problem? That's the problem. You're not that's invited. We don't want you there. You're just going to be an asshole. And I'm sure the word came down directly from Howard not to invite him. The thing about the birthday bash, which is historical to watch and review, is that they did it around the Super Bowl because they knew all these stars were going to be in um, because of Super Bowl Sunday. So that's how they were able to get Bob Kraft. Harvey Weinstein was there. Oh, was was that the year it was in New York City, the Super Bowl? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, so that's how they got everybody. Yeah, so Opie is still uh, pretty butthurt. About that whole and situation. And by the way, they gave out free tickets outside because they didn't get enough people t- with contests yeah. to come to come see the show. And they were giving out tickets in front, like right before the show started. I was surprised because in 2014, he was still had uh, a lot going on, I feel like. But... They fucked up. They fucked up because they didn't do enough to promote having people win tickets for it. Oh, uh, okay. And then all of a sudden, they had like 100 empty seats. And they were like, we need to fill it up. Just, just give out tickets outside. Just do it real quick. And that's what they did. I have an awesome ISO for you, Monique, that you might want uh, on your board. Go. Stupid radio gonk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? John knows how to get him started because he yep. knows that this is like the right button to push. It oh, always yeah. is. Because it gives him something to actually talk about that he knows something about. All the rest of this Stupid is just fluffing out of bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Opie was ready to leave, and then Radio Gun got him going. He's like, one Howard, five! All right. Third <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> so this is him projecting uh, oh, on geez. Howard here. More and more just shoving money down stupid Howard's face, hoping this will, ma- will this make you happy, Howard? 
for your 60th birthday. We're going to spend millions of dollars and have the Rolling Stones there. Will this finally make you happy? Since you're shoving money down his face. <laughs> I will never be happy. I mean, never. <laughs> well, not happy like you. That's literally how the show ends. That's the end of the live stream right there. Are you kidding? I kid you not. <laughs> oh, he's the best. <laughs> tell uh, tell John, great job with his trolling oh, of he all always does that to him. He always, always asks a good question that he knows is going to get Opie riled up. Amazing. Uh, yes, yeah, delicious. I got a voicemail from Beyond the Grave. Monique, I thought you might appreciate this. Tell me. Oh, qua Tanzanwan, qua onsa la Ah, hello, friend Carl. This is Riley Martin. And uh, I'm calling because I've been in contact with the Beavians uh, and uh, the Screed, so you see. And you see, neither of them know who this Tommy motherfucker is. Uh, perhaps he is one of the insectilians, so you see. So, uh, call me back, you club-footed motherfucker. That's a pretty good Riley Martin impression. That's a great Riley Martin. I think I actually might know who that is. I okay. do a call-in show every once in a while, and he calls in, and he's amazing. We also sounded a little bit like, oh, my. <laughs> a little George Takei <laughs> going there, too. But I like that uh, he's calling out, you know, Riley Martin knew a lot of al space aliens. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Tommy mm -hmm. from MSCS Media were all convinced. So, so when I was still in talking terms with John, he one time said to me, he's like, you know, they, they have no idea who they're fucking with. Tommy's really connected. Yeah. He will fuck them up. He really will. He, this is no joke. It's so serious. He will fuck them up. I'm like, I, I, don't know. I know nothing. I know nothing. There, somebody sent me, and it sounded like shit, so I never played it. But somebody sent me a clip of a podcast with these guys who were in the mafia and they're doing a show and they bring up Tommy. They, they use his real name and everything. And they go, that, that guy used to hang around and they act like he was like in the clobber part of this thing. And we had nothing to do with this guy. It's really funny. He was just trying to interview people. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy. See, John's the perfect guy to fall for Tommy. He sees the studio. Yeah. He sees the numbers. He believes all of his bullshit. The Coors is there. To be on. He gets paid to be on there, though. Yeah, you know, I know. So it's different. So that's. But is it true that Scott is actually working for Tommy yes. now? Yes. Yeah. He's, yeah. I, I got. I got Scott a job. I got Scott to get to do a job with, with Tommy. <laughs> it's a good paying job. He owes me a commission. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know. Okay. That whole Tommy thing is so fascinating, and we'll we'll talk more about it. But first. I want to play a quick clip from the most recent episode of No Agenda. You know, I'm a huge No Agenda fan. And what they do is they have meetups. And the meetups are where listeners of the show get together at a bar somewhere and hang out. And then they'll usually record a quick audio clip to say, hey, we had a meetup. We had a lot of fun. And they're talking to Adam Curry, who's the host. And uh, this is one of the guys at the meetup. This is Daryl in the morning, and we're having fun out here today. In the morning here, Durango, Iowa. Daniel, out of Chicago. In the morning, this is Taylor. Adam, do WATP. And I'm your host, Tim. A great turnout tonight, including 18 new resources. Thank you for I love that. I, I wanted to play it. It was very difficult to hear. Next time, I recommend taking the iPhone out of the sock. That would probably work a little bit better. He said, Adam, do WATP. 
I could hear it very okay. clearly. Of course, Adam just did Joe Rogan. I don't think he's looking to do our show anytime soon. But <laughs> uh, but thank you, uh, sir, from Iowa for uh, for giving us a shout out on there. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Don't you love little shit like that? I just, do, especially when it's on my favorite show. Too. Yeah, I like I like to hear people talk about our our uh, yeah. stupid little WATP thing over here. All right. Speaking of stupid. <laughs> I want to start off with a Mr. Magenta song parody. This is very well done, as Mr. Magenta has a good batting average. Synonymous with quality. <laughs> yes. Another night wishing you were here. You were gone in a flash. Laying down, drinking shit like beer. I pretend you still podcast. I can't stand up, I'm falling apart. I'm worried sick about your enlarged heart from the booze. I can't believe you're gone. You were the worst, but I want you back. Wherever you go, I'll Venmo you. Whatever you want, I'll super chat you. Whenever you need someone to pass out drunk and puke upon remember <laughs> after the trolls that'll say you're poor i will be the cause <laughs> i will be the cause oh, beautiful brilliant <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> All right. Now, Monique, do you remember when Stuttering John was doing his special Stern Show Sunday episodes? Stern Show Sunday, of course. Yes. I think this lasted two episodes. I think he had uh, Scott the Engineer episode one, which we right. played on the last episode, and then Mike Ganji on episode two. <laughs> so I want to play some clips from this Ganji thing because Stuttering John never disappoints. When he's interviewing someone... I like that he makes it about the interviewee, you know? He doesn't want to make it about himself, yeah. obviously. He's a humble no. guy. <laughs> no. he, wants to, he wants to shine the spotlight. He wants to be in the shadow <laughs> behind it, obviously. That's that's our John. You know that. Um, but I want to start out by playing the intro, because when we played it last time, I mentioned that it didn't have an intro yet, and he even said, I don't have an intro yet, but I will have an intro so this is the exciting intro that he has for episode number two, the very last episode ever of the show. <laughs> Had a good run. <laughs> Did well. <laughs> so they're showing all these still images of uh, from the Howard Stern show, zooming in on Centering uh, John, of course. We learn the true meaning of friendship. And what the best radio show is all about. 
Uh, there he is, Grillo. There's Fred. In a totally out of focus photo. <laughs> Terrible picture. He's some of the worst photos I've ever seen. Sorry, John, and the stars of the epic day. <laughs> And they keep showing that one same photo. photo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So special Sunday show. Oh, this is the funniest part right here. Wait, let me see that. So this was made by iMovie. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a Fufu Films production in association with iMovie. And the John stars Melendez. of the epic days. Yeah. Edited by Fafa Fohai. Yeah, so check this out. He's going to take full credit for that disaster of an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, baby, what a hell of an introduction. I just cut that all together myself. Yeah, we can tell. you like them apples. <laughs> it's terrible, John. It's embarrassing. <laughs> as embarrassing as it is, I don't think he can do that. I, I think with, with uh, iMovie, you can. Okay. I think anybody can sit down and do that. <laughs> it's a template. <laughs> it's like write three sentences and upload four photos and we'll put together That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. The three sentences part is the problem. Yeah. Fufa Films was actually a typo, <laughs> not a joke. <laughs> All right. So, John is going to introduce his guest, Mike Angie. And the way that John likes to introduce guests is by explaining that he made their career that they owe him. Yeah. That's always the way. It's tradition. It's just yeah, the part. tradition of John. Mike Ganji was there for a lot of the <laughs> special uh, stuttering John. In it. Are you laughing at his background? Yeah, a little too nice, huh? <laughs> I think that's actually Beth's be- uh, bedroom. Well, that's what he claims that it's, it's Howard Stern's in room. Yes, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it is. That's Beth's bedroom. They oh, have several okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. that's kind of funny. That. Yeah, I just thought it was like a random. Like I was in here house. sniffing her panties. <laughs> <laughs> thought I'd take a picture. Fucking bitch uses bleach. <laughs> Mike Ganji was there for a lot of the special uh, stuttering John interviews, and of course, I got Mike Ganji the job. So now let's bring him in. Here he comes, Mike oh, Ganji. How are you, oh, John? <laughs> You still gonna hold the the job thing? <laughs> well, that job thing is gonna be forever. <laughs> so, again, nice part. This, yeah, I know. I, I, I pick my still frames very meticulously. Um, what John is doing during this era of the Stuttering John show on the weekends when he does his beer on the balcony, when he does his Stern shows, it's nothing that's said is funny. But he reacts to everything as if it's the most hysterical thing anyone's ever heard. It's only when it's somebody that he knows and that he likes or that right. he thinks is a comedian or something like that. If it's not, then it's all about him. That's right. the switch. But but that's the thing, though, is that he thinks he's being a likable, fun host by going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. remember I got you the job? <laughs> no, John, I really do have cancer. <laughs> There was something like that. No, you know what it was? It was the guy, the writer of The Tonight Show. Yeah, yeah. Who said that he was only hired because he was a black guy. And they were all white people. And Barack Obama got elected president. Like, shit, we should probably have a black guy. And John's going, whoa, tell me another one. He's like, no, seriously. That's why I got hired there. And then I got fired after one year. He's like, what? This is hysterical. This guy's the best. Like, John, are you listening? Let me write this down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now, when I played last week was John... Asking, what was the best era 
of the Howard Stern show. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> it's, it's Scott Salem. Corrected him and said, no, it's pronounced era. Oh, God. But I looked this up. Okay. I guess era is how they pronounce it in like Britain. Okay. And era is how you pronounce it in the United States. Absolutely. We pronounce era. Yeah. I'm pretty sure John is from the United States. Maybe Puerto <laughs> Rico. I don't know. But this is now John has learned how to pronounce this word because of Scott. So many people are like, John, we love hearing stories <laughs> of the best era of the freaking Stern show, which is what. You, essentially, you and I experienced. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I I will agree wholeheartedly that the era I was there was the best era. Yeah, because I I I had Scott the engineer on here last week, and I asked him what would you say were the best years, and he said, uh, he said eighty eighty eight to two thousand four two thousand five, and I said. That's 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 the whole time. That's my years, Scott. Yeah, yeah. That's not what Scott said. We just played the clip. Yeah. That's not what Scott. And then he said, I should have gotten the Jackie chair. Right. I was like, Scott, you're right, man. You're hitting all these great points. But this just shows you how John perceives things. The way that John filters reality into his dumb head is to hear what he wants to hear. And Scott said that every episode that I was on air was the best episode ever. Of the Howard Stern show. It's like a coffee filter. He just filters <laughs> yes. things out. Right. You see the rest of it coming out the other side. Monique, now that I have a, a Howard Stern expert on here, I'll, I'll ask you. Is mm. 88 to 2004 a, a, a well-known era of the Howard Stern show? You know what? How many people have I had on the, the show? And I cannot tell you that every single human being who ever comes on says the, like the initial Artie years mm-hmm. are some of the best stern radio like ever that's ever, my ever ever that's my opinion yes agreed and that's i think that's the general consensus i mean some people will say yeah jackie 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 but the reality is the already brought such a different vibe to the show and i would dare say that a lot of people would tell you that they went to sirius with howard because of Artie. agreed you i know? did too now but i mean i listened to howard before already i would have gone anyway Same. but but um but my point is that He's trying to say that 88 2004 is an era when 88 2004 is Billy West, Jackie, the auditions for the Jackie chair, Artie Lang, like all of those things happen. This is a very long stretch of time. Very long stretch. It's, That's it's, not like, an era. That's... it's like pretty much his entire time on Trustful Radio when he was going into syndication. It's like this yes, is this is his entire Trustful career. Yes. yes. <laughs> so because really we don't know him from like you know I mean earlier than I remember listening to him I don't remember him from NBC or no. any of his other shows. You go back all. and listen to those NBC tapes. Now Marvel. they did a brilliant job recreating that in private parts and making it seem like that show was way more polished because anyway. in reality it was a bunch of them like sitting around and going just clapping at each other. On everything it was so crazy. So brutal. It's impossible, it was impossible to watch. And his voice to... sounds like Kermit the Frog, you yes. know? So it's before he learned how to modulate his voice, it's horrible. Yes. So anyway, my point being is that this is a really stupid point to make for of John course. to say this is the yeah, best era was when I was on the show over those 14 years or whatever it is, 16 years, he claims. Does All he right. explain how he got uh, Ganji the job? Oh, yeah. Oh, pff, you know it. But okay. first, we have to let everybody know that Mike Ganji is in his car. Yeah. And John feels disrespected, as he should, because Mike Gidge, you did not change his plans at all 
to be on St on uh, John's stupid show. If it worked anyway, the way it worked with me, he would literally call me. Oh well, like you did last time, Carl. He yeah. would literally call me on like a Saturday at maybe one thirty and say, "Hey, can you come on with me at two? All the time, yeah. all the time. You know, for well, for like mostly for like beer on the balcony. So I did it a couple of times for my car because I was like, um, okay, but. I'm driving. It's like, okay, just pull over. Don't worry about it. Just come on. Oh, but so, this, this is different, though. He actually this, booked uh, Gandhi in, show, right? in advance. Check this out. So what are you – are you driving somewhere now? No, I'm sitting in a parking lot waiting for my wife. So oh, that's right. Until as long as she comes until she shops. So, wow. Is she shopping? Yeah, yeah. She's oh, that could, take, that could take hours. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> women be shopping, guys. That's a pretty you know, good joke. Women are. We just go shop, 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 shop. I hope Gangie goes through a car wash. I, I hope they start talking about how chili makes them fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Women shop and that three bean chili. Am I right, people? <laughs> Fucking comedy gold. We'll see. You, you might only have 30 minutes. So we'll Is she at the mall? Uh, Compelling. We're, we're by the mall. Yeah, yeah. We're by the we're mall. We're near a mall. No, no, but she's not she's in the mall, though. She's, no, she's in a standalone store. Just one store? Yeah, just one. She could be out in 10 minutes, kids. <laughs> no, we'll see. Hopefully not. We'll see. I booked this a week ago. Just <laughs> I know. Give me a heads know, up. Listen. So John finally actually booked a guest in advance. He's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. You couldn't just be home for this? I booked, we booked this. He's like, yeah, no, I couldn't be bothered. And he never booked in advance again. <laughs> yeah, learned his lesson there. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. I love John realizing he's being disrespected. It's funny to me. <laughs> All right. So John then says, Gage, I hope your wife's going to be shopping for a while. I have a lot of questions for you. He always says that. I got a lot of questions. Right. And let's start with question number one. And this is the way that John asks questions of a guest. And why do I say I got you the job? Tell everybody the story. <laughs> That's not a question. No. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone how amazing I am. Go. <laughs> question number look one. At proud, look at the proud face. Look at the proud face I on know, him right now. I know. He's, he's like so smug about it, too. I hate it. I hate Tell smug him. John. <laughs> Tell him how I'm great. That's question one. <laughs> I know. Oh, my wife's coming out. Okay. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> so what the story that they explain is that there were two people up for the job. One was a woman and one was Mike Ganji. And Suttering John selfishly said, let's hire Ganji because if we hire the girl, they might not want to do the shit jobs that I have to do, like park Robin's car out in the cold. Right? Wow. So, so John started to take all this credit. For for this, when it's really, it was just him being a fucking selfish ass. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. So he figured for me, I would be the guy. Me as the guy would be willing to go out and you know park Robin's car in the cold, get you know their food in the cold, and do all those other things that we used to have to do outside yeah. of the studio when it was winter time and not complain. <laughs> Can't you? You know what? You definitely hit the nail on the head there because. Because, well, wait, just back up a second, but but I also got, I hooked you up. Okay. Wait, wait. No, don't back the car up. <laughs> John is so amused by that story. Yeah. He's going, yeah, you know, John wanted to give me the shit jobs that he didn't want to do anymore. He's go and John's going, yeah. I'm a card, aren't I? Yeah. Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> okay, John, calm down. The puppet master. Yeah, I know. You're not that impressive. So... 
Then they go on to tell the story about how Ganji had to park Robin's car and Robin drove a stick shift, a manual <laughs> vehicle, and Ganji didn't know how to drive manual. I can't believe Robin did. No, because Robin was she, big into cars. Time, because, yeah, right. One time she decided one of her super sports was going to be race car driving. Yes. She was going to be and a race car actually, driver at one point. Yeah. She did like a celebrity pro-am kind of thing at like Pocono Raceway or something like that. Was it less so embarrassing she, than her uh, celebrity Jeopardy appearance? Yes. That would actually be the same time, which I was told on the rumor mill that uh, somebody from somebody from TV caught her boyfriend, Mr. X, banging another chick in the hotel room that very same weekend while she was while she was driving her stick shift car around Pocono racetrack. You're going to be gone Oopsie. for three hours. What am I supposed to do? How many laps are you going to be gone for? <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> Could you knock into a rock for the first two hours, please? <laughs> My cell phone's going to be off. So, All right. So here's the amazing story about... Mike Ganji driving Robin's car into the parking lot, not knowing how to drive stick. Mm. And uh, John makes a hilarious joke here that only John would make. So I would do two things. I would try to get enough speed coming into the garage and make that turn and hit the ramp so I can kind of go up. Or I would just stop right in the street, run up, go get the parking guys, and have them come down and get the car. Because I couldn't get it up. I couldn't get it up that hill. You couldn't get it up, and that problem still exists. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Bingo. Bingo. No, no, but like... John, you still can't get it up. (laughs) No, but anyway, we have fun We laughed our asses off. (laughs) There's nothing interesting about this conversation. So I want to point something out. Ganji talking about how hard it was to park Robin's car. Let's pretend they didn't work together at the Howard Stern show. They worked together at like an ad agency. This story yeah. would be so pointless. Okay. They did work at Howard Stern. This story is so pointless. This is not a fun behind the scenes story by any means. These guys think that anything that happened at work is interesting because they're on the Howard Stern show. Give us something good. Nothing. They have nothing. Oh. Oh, we have nothing. We have nothing to look forward to in this clippage. No, of course not. John's <laughs> interviewing Ganji. What do you think is going to happen here? <laughs> it only gets worse. <laughs> and actually, because now I know that you watch John's wedding tape because I watched you watch John's wedding tape on I one of our that. bonus shows. I had that. Yes, and uh, it was one of my favorite things. John's so pathetic. You know what? I I found so much humor in that freaking thing, oh, yeah. and he didn't find it nearly as funny as I, know. I did. I remember I was that. Dying. I'm dying to play that. I can't believe you played. I'm dying to play that. Oh, it was, it was hysterical. I know. It's it's one of my favorites. It really is. So, he wouldn't let me have it. So this is uh, John's going to start wedding shaming Ganji here. Ganji. Okay. You are married now, which yeah. congratulations. I guess Thank you. I, I guess the invitation got lost in the mail. Yeah, I maybe you know keep checking. It might it might it might still be coming. As I recall, you married to my wedding, wedding didn't summer. you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice yeah. beach affair. Nice beach affair in the Hamptons. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, I guess there's no quid pro quo game. No, well, you know what it is. We had a we had a relatively small venue. Awkward. <laughs> Exactly. Poor Ganji has to go on and try to explain, like, well, we couldn't invite people we wanted to. And, Chen, you guys aren't friends. 
When right. your wedding happened, you guys worked together, so you invited coworkers. Yeah. You guys aren't friends. That's why you weren't invited to his wedding. What does he hope to achieve by bringing this up on, in public? It's a great question. <laughs> I don't think he thinks these things out. No. no. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. How come I wasn't invited to your wedding? We don't like you. But you came to mine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you invited me, so we came. All right, so then. By the way, what are the odds that he would have gotten onto a plane, flown across country, gone to the wedding? Given him a nice uh, gift well, and gone home. It's funny you say that because Ganji even says, he goes, John, as if you wanted to get me a wedding gift. Right. And of course, John goes, oh, I would have gotten you an awesome wedding gift. It's like everyone knows how cheap John is. But Monique brings up a good point. Yeah. What are those odds? Because if Ganji knew those odds, he might have sent an invitation playing the odds. Right. There's no way he would have come <laughs> right. either way. But it's, yeah. it's he's not even in his thoughts. Of he's not, not like, we got to invite John Melendez. Right. The guy I worked with eight years ago. Yeah. Even or, or the wedding's off. <laughs> eight years. Keep going. But also, I think John Melendez would be a shitty guest because he has to make everything about him. It would be like Opie at the party. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Or Chad Zubak at anything. Yeah. It would suck. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be terrible for everyone. So now we're going to talk about the previous week. And I played clips of this where John brings on Scott the Engineer just to embarrass Scott and replay the moments when Scott lost his temper and embarrassed himself. And so John isn't content with embarrassing Scott to his face. Now he's got to rehash that with Ganji for some reason. Yeah, and I said, I go, Scott, do you look back at those times that you lost it and are you embarrassed? And he goes, yes. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. Please yeah, because you remember when he lost it on Howard yeah. after the push-ups? Yeah. You better pay. You better pay. And that again. What's the point of this? This guy could dish it out that. but just couldn't take it. <laughs> we all remember that. We, 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 heard the, we heard the clip. He literally just went over this with Scott the week before. Yeah. And now he brings on Ganji. He's like, hey, last week I was talking to Scott. Remember when he was such an asshole? Yeah. What's your take on that, Ganji? <laughs> you know, the problem is, so here he is trying to have a new show, right? So it's, it's supposed to be something that's all the great, the great people that have ever been on the Stern show. And, and he, John, has basically mined everything there is to mine from his knowledge yeah. from the Stern show. Right. There's nothing else. There's, the, the well is, is tapped. Yes. So wouldn't you think that the whole point of the show wouldn't be to just, oh, talk about happy, fun times, but to really get, like, dig a little deeper, you know, into what they did? I mean, just, I don't know. I would have done it completely differently than him. Me too. And I've met Mike. I, you know, I've, yeah. I've gone out for drinks with, with Ganji, and he's, like, a really nice guy and everything. But I don't know what he brings to the old memories of the Stern show at all, all right. to be the second guest. I'm going to answer that question for you because we're going to get into more questions from John. And again, being the brilliant interviewer that he is, he doesn't like to make it about himself. This yeah, is, this is question number two. Again, hey, I never asked you, uh, who did you bet on when I fought Cabby? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Oh, <laughs> hey, Ganji, thanks for coming on my show. Remember when I had that fight? With Cabby, that was amazing, right? Remember that? Remember 22 years ago when yeah. I had a fight with Cabby? <laughs> I never asked you. <laughs> I never asked you. I wonder why. <laughs> All right. So the the string of things I'm about to play for you now, because I only got 20 minutes into the show. We'll have to do a part two of this at some point. <laughs> this is insane. So it starts with 
him rehashing his boxing match with Cabby, the John one. What else did John win at? Tell everybody, Gage, you and I bet that I would, that you beat me in tennis. And yeah. not only did I beat you, then I beat you and your brother. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Could you imagine? Tell everybody. Tell everybody. <laughs> tell, everybody. tell everyone, Gandhi. Tell them the story <laughs> about how I beat you at tennis. John beat me at tennis. <laughs> yeah. This is all about him. This is amazing. Oh, it gets even better. Let's talk oh. about some more of John's triumphs, shall we? And, and you know, it's funny, Gage. I also beat Bowie and Jackie in racquetball, uh, you know, seven zip. Neither one of them scored a point. And they said I, I would be throwing myself against walls, bleeding. Yeah, I didn't care. <laughs> You didn't care. You just wanted to win something. What do you mean? And I'll tell you, it carried over to the Tonight Show because I did a bit for the Tonight Show. Carried over now. (laughs) And I bet Shaq that I would beat him in basketball. I was just waiting for that. (laughs) Okay. See, in radio, this is what you call momentum. He's on a roll. He's on a roll now. (laughs) Beat you in tennis. I beat Cammy in boxing. I won a racquetball. If I was there right now, I'd beat you at driving a car. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting in in a parked car. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking beers. Tell him, All right, Monique, I'm going to test you right now. Okay. Because I know you go go pretty deep with this stuff. So John has just bragged about beating Cabby. At boxing, mm-hmm. beating Ganji at tennis, beating mm-hmm. Gary and Jackie at racquetball, beating Shaq at basketball. What do you think he's going to brag about next? Uh, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> if you're if you're looking at it um, based on the the time that passes, that'd be correct. But this is actually going back before beating uh, Shaq at basketball. Benza? This would actually be. Beating Tom Giassano at golf. Uh, <laughs> ah, just, it's like me beating beating Tom in golf. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? This fucking guy brings on Ganji. First, he gets pissed because he's like, well, what do you mean? Your wife's shopping. I need you for an hour so I can brag about all my accomplishments. To you. <laughs> yeah. Who am I going to talk to about all my accomplishments if you're not here? <laughs> the roaches. Betty Loco. <laughs> all right. So then... Because John is such a good interviewer, he decides to start goofing on Ganji for the time that Ganji was evicted from John's subletted apartment. Yeah. This has I been coming that. up a lot lately for some reason. <laughs> it has. We've just been in this cha- these chapters of his book and everything, and this is John laughing at Ganji for getting kicked out of the apartment that John actually sublet to him. Right. So it's like John's kind of the asshole on this one. Now, wait a second. Was this when John got married and he moved in with his wife to their new place? Y- yes. I don't know if yeah. he was married, but yes, he moved in with Susanna. He moved in with Susanna. And then Mike Ganji was living with... Um, Grillo. Grillo. Yes. And, right. and like a couple other randos, too, in yeah, this place. Somebody else still I remember. Yeah, it was a shithole. It was a shithole <laughs> of a place. But, you know, and I'm like... Like, you know, and I see you guys. It's so funny because you you were like, you, you were like trying to talk to your lawyer and you're all scrambling. Grillo's like, I got nowhere else to go. I know. Dude, we didn't have, what do you, I don't know. It was such a trying time. We were just trying to figure out how to, how to stay in the city making zero money. Yeah, really, making $22,000 a year. Well, Ganji says they made 9000 a year. At the Howard Stern show at this time. Jesus, that's probably true. And John's going, I remember 
remember when you got thrown out of your ass and you were homeless? <laughs> that was great. Katie's going, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that funny. I don't yeah, remember. I'm sorry, you sublet it. Doesn't that mean you still own the lease and you have to fucking find somebody to go into that apartment so that they're actually paying the rent? Well, what happened was, and I have a feeling that John fucked this all up because I just know John's track record pretty well at this point. What happened was John got the notif- notification that he was right. on the outs and he gave them zero time to get out of there. He was just like, you guys got to go today. They're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Like, no, you're out. <laughs> It was an illegal sublet. He only subletted it until the end of his lease. Yeah. So, and he never told them. Yeah. All right. This is, uh, this is the clip where I had a fucking tap out. I'm like, no, no, not again. Oh, no. When Howard was goofing on all of us for our Christmas presents. Oh, God. And, pop- no, and I was the, the only one to call him out. And I went in there and go, Howard, you gave us a canister of popcorn, and I stuck my fucking arm in there, thinking there was a check on the bottom. And then when I walk out of the studio, you come up to me and go, John, I did the same thing. <laughs> I swear to God. Monique, I can't fucking take it. I can't no. take one more story about no, the fucking popcorn. popcorn. Jesus, tap dancing. Christ, <laughs> I can't take it anymore. You were done. You were done at this point. <laughs> um, By the way, your pause is just brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's because I like to have um, good thumbnails for the videos that I make. <laughs> so I, I find the right places for these videos to add. Brilliant. I don't even care if Gandhi's in the middle of talking. I'm just like, nope, that, that's the freeze frame we want. How much time did Gandhi wind up giving him for the show? Uh, I think it's an hour. Oh, really? Like I said, I'm 20 minutes in. I, I had to tap out after the fucking popcorn <laughs> Thing. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. I can't take it anymore. But we'll find out. There'll be an Good exciting time. conclusion to this. Good times. Um, by the way, our friend uh, Mean Doug, Doug from Who's Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's dumb. He's just slow. Yeah. He's slowly realizing that in order <laughs> to get views on YouTube, you have to put Centering John's name in the title. You have to put uh, a picture yeah. of John on the thumbnail of it. So he's he's starting to figure this out. Dear Flabby, you guys are a hundred shock jocks and could attract a whole new audience and make a lot of money by covering Stuttering John for 10 minutes a show or something. Talk to Carl and get this set up. There's a whole industry built around this guy. We'll see if you guys are too lazy to do this in three months when you get around to reading this. You have any interest in doing that? I do, but <laughs> for a different reason than what you are thinking. Okay. I agree with the comment. You guys are too lazy to do it. <laughs> Touche. Thanks for stopping by, Drake. Talk to you later. You're, you're welcome, Poop Scoop. <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> okay. So we just had a conversation off the air where you essentially said, we need to do better at seeing what's trending yeah. so that we can jump on it and become yep. relevant. Yeah, in my own way, yeah. Right. You didn't say that word, for, not even close to word for word, but that's essentially what you said. Yes. I'm sorry. Time out. Okay. So there you All right. So um, Who's Right is a podcast that we reviewed five years ago, five and a half years ago, and uh, we shit on it pretty hard. And this guy, Doug, that you see in the upper right corner, had a really good sense of humor about it. And now he's co-hosted the show with me a bunch of times. He's one of the fan favorites on who are these podcasts. And so what's going on? What's the wording behind their names there? Is this like the way it's actually set up? I guess, yeah. 
Like, what is that? Um, unprofessional. <laughs> the guy's <laughs> wearing a fun. shirt that says, can I pee in your butt? And you're like, I don't know if this show is <laughs> as polished as it could be. <laughs> <laughs> Apply that to something that is trending and that people are making a shit ton of money off of. Uh huh. So no, that's Card- what you guys already do. So you guys so, cover news. So Cardiff uh-huh. has a YouTube channel. Okay. And he has a show dedicated to making fun of Stuttering John. Okay. And he went from having like eight subscribers to, uh-huh. I don't know, 15,000 or something. Okay. Every one of his, his Stuttering John videos. Gets tens of thousands of views. Okay, I think his math is off on that. He's a stickler for details. I don't think any of that's true. (laughs) Carter's doing very well, though. That's definitely for sure. Um, All right. I want to report on a very slow news day. Maybe the slowest news day in the history of news. Turning 40 is a milestone. Some celebrate with a surprise party, maybe a trip to Vegas, maybe go skydiving. But Tom Myers... (laughs) He doesn't want to be front and center on stage with all that attention on him. So what's he doing for his 40th? He'll be front and center on stage. They're going to be howling. What kind of setup was that? First of all, Tom Myers, he doesn't want to be the center of attention. He'll be doing a comedy show where he's on stage. What? Well, what's that? What's that? I'm, I'm fired, aren't I? The toppers write that? <laughs> I'll see myself out. Holy shit. I mean, his PR is impressive, though. Wow. Yeah. So this story is bonkers. Going in Hamden. (laughs) When it rains, the punchlines pour. I started doing uh, improvisational stuff at drama classes uh, at the Falston High School. Go Cougars. Do not. This guy is turning 40. It's like he's, a guy who died at 40. He looks like a guy who has a 40-year-old son. <laughs> yeah. If he weren't a virgin. See, he's grown his hair out. <laughs> Fucking hippie. He's waiting for the comb over. Yeah. When he's starting to listen to the Beatles. Oh, watch yeah. out. It's getting hip. Edgy. Falston High School. Go Cougars. Do not enter. Now that's a joke. You want to enter the Lou Room. I gradually went into doing stand-up when I was a student at Goucher College. Go Gophers. Little Tommy Myers turns 40. <laughs> like most people. He was wearing a bow tie. <laughs> that's the funniest he ever was. Yeah. <laughs> Never got funnier than that. <laughs> I think it spins. <laughs> Myers turns 40. Like most people, they say, I'm the first one in my family to go to college. Like, not me. I'm the first one in my family to get yelled at while I'm on stage by some loser playing video poker. So he didn't have that joke figured out ahead of time. No, I knew it was going to be a long one. It was not thought out. It was not thought out at all. <laughs> wow, that just came to him, huh? Yeah. I'm the first one in my family yeah. to get heckled by assholes. Who's a Trump supporter? And uh... well, the stand-up comic who travels all over has invited his friends from all over to join him Friday night on stage. Friends from all over where? Baltimore? Yeah. What's he talking about? All over the room. <laughs> I'm going to get a guy from back there, yeah. someone from over here. Hey, sir, what's your name? <laughs> when you do comedy, the thrill, Wait. hearing people laugh. Ben, you can Stern do the looks same terrible ter- there. <laughs> <laughs> I would really let himself go. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god this woman is a monster <laughs> the thrill hearing people laugh and you can do the same material three or four times in a night and have it go three or four completely different ways because the audience sometimes they boo sometimes they yawn <laughs> yeah they throw things <laughs> throw tomatoes it depends on the audience you can night. eat really well if you need to <laughs> And here come the pretzels! <laughs> the end is the X Factor. Tom got his funny bone from his granddad and dad. I loved being on stage. <laughs> so for his granddad. Yeah, I know! <laughs> By the way, they, they're showing yeah. clips of um, stand-up. There's nobody there. You can tell there's nobody, nobody there. Tom was getting used to seeing this. <laughs> dad and dad. I loved being on stage, just performing stuff that I'd written and a bunch of people telling me just hey you're I like this. So come Friday night you'll <laughs> a bunch of people telling me not it was funny. Yeah. No one said that. It's, hey, that's a thing. It's brilliant. It's all brilliant. <laughs> I was whiteboard it so that we know what's going right. on for the next segment. Yeah. Did you say whiteboard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be back in up real quick. Just hey you're I like this. So come Friday night. So we get this whiteboard that says late night open mic and then Tom Meyer's birthday show and then a late night open mic and then Saturday night showcase. Oh, it doesn't say Shuli case. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you thought it was Shuli? <laughs> <laughs> and featuring for Tom Meyer's. Oh, that's worse than Spinal Tab in the decline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll scream, stop, my belly hurts. It stands for Wojciechowski. Like, where's your house, Kate? It's a rush. Like, it's like, it's an Where's absolute... The they just... Tom's not saying it's zoomed out to an empty room. <laughs> uh, sir, can we turn off the stage lights? It costs money. Did you see the way the camera pulled out to, like, this completely empty room? <laughs> Did I? I would have seen it again. I, this is my favorite thing from this uh, piece so far. It's a rush. Like, it's, like, it's an absolute... <laughs> It's an absolute high. This is the kind of stuff I do when I'm doing my stand-up material, though I don't necessarily think it's appropriate for the local news. That's right. It is unlike anything else. And then they applaud. They applaud. Oh, my God. They had to have examples of applause. The three people who yeah. are being interviewed have to applaud themselves. Yeah, that's definitely Tom. Exactly. Wow. What does it sound like people applaud? It sounds like this. <laughs> One guy. Next. This is horribly produced. <laughs> it's so bad. Now, happy 40th, funny man. Oh, that's tomorrow night at 8 o'clock down at the lose room down there. In <laughs> the lose room. <laughs> the only place you can't win. <laughs> the lose room with Tom Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more prophetic ever spoken. Uh, all right, I'm late with this, but fuck it. You know, it's no different than, you know, a police officer running to the scene of a crime or a firefighter running into a burning building. It's what I do. <laughs> all right. I am excited to say we are doing a mashup segment right now. Mm -hmm. This has never been done before, but I am going to do a... It's time to mock... Zoomark. Combined with a... Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me... Because that's absurd. That's right. It finally happened. Great job, awesome. 
Patty Seacop's new YouTube show just featured Chad Zumach. And wow, this is epic. So today, as requested through many comments, we're talking to Z-Man, or also known as Chatty Daddy, Kevin Brennan Spittoon, the comedy user, or Harvlin Pennydorp, but better known as Chadwick T. Zumach. Uh, honestly, that's the funniest thing yeah. Patty has ever I know. and ever will say. We're not going to get Kevin Brennan Spittoon. Spittoon. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Good job, Patty. Yeah. Wow. That's that's epic. I also like that he says, based on the requests. So wait, we can request him to, to feature things? That's good to know. Yeah. I want to get Patty's take on all, all sorts of shit. But Chad Zumach's a good start. Mm-hmm. This is a good place to start. So let's see. What, by the way. Chadwick T. Zumach. When Patty Seacup starts dunking on you, yeah. things are not going well. Yeah. <laughs> Chad, this is really a don't, signal. This don't is just sign. hang it up. Just hang it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sign from above right here. Chad, this is bad. Zumach has somehow weaseled his way into comedy without any skills. And unlike Brendan Schaub, he doesn't have anything to show for it. Although similar in mental ability... The Thick One from the Golden Hour podcast has garnered success from his stupidity. Thick one. And yet Chad can't seem to do anything other than guest on a Kevin Brennan garbage hour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's literally saying Chad is worse than Brennan Schaub. Yeah. Which is the most insulting thing you can say to any comic, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It gets worse than that. He weaseled his way into comedy without any skills. Yeah. God damn it. Two for two so far, mm-hmm. Patty. What else you got here? And even though he's on the show with such talents as Bob Levy, Chad offers nothing and continues to be the most pointless part of any conversation unless you're trying to figure out how to get caught stealing somebody else's credit card. Boom! Clearly, Chad's a product of many accidental drops on the cranium as a youth. Chad lives his life in a one-bedroom apartment, and I know that's not so bad if you're in New York, but I'm pretty sure Chad's in Florida. He's living like a retired church pianist. Yet Chad has done nothing. He spends each MLC abomination claiming to know famous person after famous person, and honestly, his relations with those people are much like yours and mine. Non-existent. (laughs) Wow! Yeah, see what happens when you write stuff down, Patty? You are on fire, man. He's learning. But also, Chad's very easy to goof on. Well, yeah. (laughs) He's a pathetic human being. But wow. This is the best thing he's ever done. Yep. This is... uh, so far, so good. Okay, let's let's keep it it's going. Really <laughs> Are you familiar with Misery Loves Company, Monique? Uh, not really, but okay. I love this. I'm loving everything about this. Yeah, th- that show is uh, is Kevin Brennan and Bob Levy, and Chad was gone for like a year, and they, they brought him back recently, and all right. they do is is rip on him to his face. Yeah, That's his only role on the show is to be the guy they goof on. It's a, it's a beautiful thing if you can get somebody to do that for I know. You. It's great. I would have Chad on this show if he would do that. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Now, we can sit here and make fun of Chad's juvenile attempts at stand-up, but that's been done. Most of us know Chad is shit at comedy. I mean, he only works with Kevin Brennan, who lives a perpetual life of jealousy, and apparently that's funny. Grow up, Kevin. Chappelle never liked you. Whoa, Kevin Brennan gets some shrapnel from this. (laughs) I know. (laughs) What did Kevin ever do? All right, so this is where he loses me a little bit. So It starts funny, and then you guys have to explain to me what this joke is from Patty. Chad is the quintessential wannabe athlete dork. And that's much worse than simply being a dork. 
But attempting to get a letterman's jacket while having zero skills, of course you end up being the funny guy on the team. They keep you around for giggles, that's Chad. Chad thought his teammates were laughing with him, but even sadder is Chad still believes they were. Hence the many unsuccessful attempts at being a stand-up comedian. Chad is seconds away from referring to one of the greatest comics in history as George Carlton. <laughs> That's where you lost me right there. He's seconds George away Carlton? from referring to George Carlin as George Carlton. Hmm. Does that mean he's bad at comedy or he's dumb? Both? Well, we know I the truth. Were, both. I think he was good for like that first three minute bang out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Does I mean, it this, go from here? This video is only six minutes long. I, I tried oh, to pull okay. all the bangers out of it. So I just have one more clip. And uh, God, this is this is fucking this is rough for Chad. <laughs> this is a tough one right here. In the end, I want this to be funny, and even making fun of Chad isn't funny. I guess I'll stick to the thick gringo from Colorado. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Like, share, and don't forget to subscribe. According to Patty, Chad is so unfunny that even making fun of Chad is can't be funny. <laughs> That's very impressive. And wow. I have a, a quick um a quick note to Patty C Cups. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Patty, that's amazing, buddy. So proud of you. So well done. Very now, what cool. What does Patty C Cups normally do? So he's the most prolific podcaster in the history of podcasting. He's hosted over 100 different podcasts. And every time we discover a new podcast that he's the host of, he gets people to listen to it because we tell people to go check it out. And then he gets yeah. freaked out and he abandons it and starts a new one. Yeah. Are you kidding? No, it's, it's insane. The guy's crazy. Wow. I love people like that. I think Me that's too. like phenomenal. <laughs> well, it's funny because this YouTube channel is his latest thing that he's doing. And he's putting some work into it and he's, he's making a bunch of videos that are interesting and we got him a few subs recently. We got up to like 300 something. And he immediately went to Instagram and went, you people aren't subbing for the right reason. Right. I don't want you on my video. I don't want you on my channel. By the way, that six out. minute clip was infinitely better than the opening that John just did for his new Fafa <laughs> Films productions. Yeah. Seriously, that was like brilliant. No shit. No shit. Brilliant. Um, we have too much to talk to you this week about this week, so I'm not going to get to it, but... Big news in our world. Huge mm -hmm. falling out between Kevin Brennan and Anthony Cumia. It was interesting. Really? Yeah. So I was watching Anthony's show on Thursday. And normally he has Kevin Brennan in on Thursdays along with Bob Levy. And then Kevin decided to throw a tantrum and say Anthony's not paying him enough. Hasn't this happened before, though? Am I crazy? <laughs> no, it happens. <laughs> it's, it's like fucking you can set your watch to it. Yeah. This is what Kevin does. The, the Kevin Brennan cycle. So... Anthony's like, what the fuck? He's a guest on my show. And and not for nothing, but Kevin just started showing up. He like took me, he like hopped into an elevator with some other guy and got up onto the floor. And then, oh, he like, Zoom mocked him. Yeah, seriously, he did. And so Anthony's just like, if you want to come on Thursdays, that's cool. And then Anthony started giving him 100 bucks to cover his fucking, you know, tolls or whatever. And so now Kevin's going, I won't do this for $100. He's throwing a fucking whole hissy fit he's saying that anthony doesn't pay anyone and that's why he loses everyone from compound so then i'm watching on thursday anthony has jim florentine on they thought they're gonna have kevin and bob bob didn't show up because bob's team kevin because he's on misery loves company so he's trying to play the middle of course florentine's mr middle too so Holy. he's watching kevin brennan's misery loves company live 
and commenting on it in real time, and they're watching him watch them. It's oh, this wow. whole fucking thing that goes on. But anyway, it's funny. You should check it out on Capcom Media. But um, and there's there's YouTube videos of it. But basically, Anthony's like, I am out of the Kevin Brennan business. I will not work with him ever again. Is is where he left this off, which will be fun because I'm gonna be hanging out with both Anthony and Bob Levy this weekend. Yeah. So that yeah, looks <laughs> great timing. For a second, so I'm I'm excited for you guys. Yeah. Um, so is it all like you're totally prepared? You're totally prepped for this because no. you know how much I love to read. Is she Reddit. trolling us right now? <laughs> all right. So I'll give you the scoop, Monique, since you asked. There's three events going on. There's a um, comedy showcase Friday night followed by karaoke. That is good to go. We have a great lineup of, of comics. We have the karaoke guy hired. Jenny Jingles will be running the show. She's done it before. She's awesome. It's going to be great. Saturday afternoon. We're doing live podcasts, the Uncle Rico show. And who are these podcasts? That's going to be easy peasy. I've already picked mm-hmm. out what we're going to be talking about for the most part. I just got to figure out the segments, who's going to be on it, what we're doing, but that's not a problem. It's what I do. And I'm not worried about Uncle Rico either. We have uh, Vinny and Iso will be running the video portion of it. It's all going to be recorded. It's going to be beautiful. That's going to be awesome. The Dabby Award Ceremony. Mm-hmm. I've had multiple <laughs> meetings about this. Yeah. We are collecting, this is going to be fucking incredible. I'm so much looking forward to this Dabby Awards because we have all these different categories for Stuttering John. And um, we have all these video clips that we'll be nominating. You have to figure out which is going to win. Like, you know, the the best drool or the best green screen fail or, you know. The, sure. The most impatient guest, you know, th- <laughs> things like that. And uh, one of the things that we'll be doing throughout the night is the um, funniest face freeze like we've been looking at tonight or today, <laughs> Monique? Because just anytime you pause on him, he just looks like a monster, yeah. which is hilarious. I saw how many categories <laughs> will there be. I think there's 12 categories in total. We have a Lifetime Achievement Award going out to a dabbler mm. who uh, may or may not be in attendance. Um, we're going to have a dabble battle run by Missy B again, yeah. where you come up and do your best centering John impression in order to win prizes. <laughs> Um, so no, th- we, we are definitely, we have this under control. There's, yeah. there's some things to work on, but we have this under control. It's going to be a great event. Whatever it is. I'm sure it's going to be uh, uh, the, the concept of it is phenomenal. Even if it was brought up by, brought oh. up by Shirley, but Shirley <laughs> <laughs> hate is, is intense. Lately. Oh, oh my shit. God. I'm sorry. It's just so easy to pick on him. So yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Sorry. sorry. No, it's fine. Um, I, honestly, a lot of people are coming to the show. It's going to be fantastic whether it fails, which I don't think it will. But if it does, that's going to be amazing to see, too. Yeah. Listen, I, don't, I don't know how we learned, can go wrong here. You've learned from past live shows, right? So oh, yeah. every time you do it, you learn something new, and then you move on and do something even better. Correct. That's the way it works. Correct. Right? What I learned from my last live show in New York is I should not be the host of the show and the guy running all the tech. <laughs> I shouldn't so have both of those jobs. Not good. Yeah. yeah, that's not that's not a good that's not a good move. So I'm not running tech at this. So one. it starts on Friday and it ends on Sunday, or is it just Friday and Saturday? Just Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Fun. Uh, so and then will you be offering food? Is this like oh, a yeah. food? In fact, we're talking to the club about having a, a food special. We're going to have the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar roast beef sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be Coors Light specials. <laughs> hoping to have some bologna sandwiches. <laughs> it's going to be something else. 
Are you serving cores? Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're we're in talks with uh, Wright Wisner, who's the distributor in this area, about getting a whole Coors special going <laughs> for this show. I don't know why John wouldn't show up to this. It's going to be like his heaven. Did I not say it from the beginning that he should embrace? Yeah, you told him. Yep. Embrace the dabblers, and then you have defeated them. And you know what he said to you, Monique? Because I remember this very well. Yeah. yeah, what did he say? He goes, Monique, there's like a few hundred people in these <laughs> subreddits, but there are millions of Stuttering John fans out there. Why would I placate to this handful of haters or trolls yeah. when there's all these fans? Fast forward, John has realized he has no fans. And there's a convention. <laughs> he doesn't even do a show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I wonder what he's going to wind up doing. I'm like so curious about like what happens to a stuttering John. Well, I have a feeling I know what's going to happen next, but I'm hoping that he turns things around and <laughs> rebounds on this one. Yeah. Hope he pulls a rebound <laughs> down from Shaquille O'Neal and gets his life right. Yeah, we're rooting well, for him. We'll see. You now you don't uh, communicate with him anymore, right? No, I've actually changed my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, no, someone's got to reach out to him and be the voice of reason you know what i would i would be happy to do that you know he changed his number as well i'd be happy to yeah. to do that at some point i mean it's a little too close to how much trolling he's done to me in the last like six months so it's it's a little too close to yeah. home right now um but yeah I would he's definitely an asshole He's an, he really is an asshole. I, I, I almost have no words to convey to you how much mm. I, I think of so little of him at this moment. I sleep you know? well at night because I know that Opie is a giant douchebag. And Absolutely. I know that John is a total asshole. So I have no problem goofing on these guys. And like I said to you, I think in a text, it, it's just that John has become absolutely what he could not stand in, in people, yeah. which is a troll. And he's become that person out of out <laughs> yeah. of of hate and jealousy and anger and having one of the thinnest fucking skins on any human being I've ever. Well, uh, imagine Monique thinking that you're so talented and gifted, and that you have to be because you're on the Howard Stern show and you had this big name. And then you got hired for the Tonight Show and you did all this stuff and you made a movie and you had these tours with your band. Just to realize that you're none of these things. Like it's got to be crushing i would imagine for poor john to realize like oh shit i actually have no honestly, talent at all that is the case for all of that <clears throat> it really is the case for pretty much anybody who leaves that show you know yeah. that they think they are bigger than the show they were on or as big it's like okay yeah at your peak you had 30 million people listening but not to you you yeah. were part of the team you i mean the only the person group. that leaving that show worked out for is brent hatley we can all agree on that all right i want to bring on uh, hannah our uh, our review girl if Hannah is ready to join the stream, there she is. I'm Love, here. Lovely hey. Hannah. Hey. Are you green screening I'm, it today? No, I'm in my basement. It's somehow creepier oh, than yours. I thought that was a green screen as oh, well. No. <laughs> Hold on a second. I, I can <laughs> zoom in on this. You can. Wow. There's, yeah. That's <laughs> There's real. no way that's real. I'm not buying yes, it. it. No way that's real. No way that's real. No touch way that's something. Real. Can you touch something there? Are those handcuffs? Uh, behind me? Yeah. I was actually talking about well, your boobs. There's no eyes. way. Yeah. No way that's real. Wow. wow. Look at that. Wow. She's interacting with her green screen. I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hannah, you look beautiful. You look like you got your hair done recently. Thank you. I didn't. I just brushed it and well, fixed it. 
Well, we will see you at DabbleCon a week yeah, from I'll today. Yeah, I'll be there Friday. Cool. You'll be there Friday? Yeah. Even better. Excellent. We're looking forward to that. And uh, we'll get you on to read some reviews. But before we read reviews, we have to play the game show that's sweeping the nation. <laughs> um, now, Monique, this is a show called To Catch an Alien. Okay. <laughs> what you're going to see is this guy, Tommy is from that MS. Tommy? Yes. <laughs> so what you're going to see is you're going to see Tommy Brace yourself. having some type of conversation about something. And then we're going to cut it short and we have to guess what he's going to say next. We're going to get multiple choices, though, to figure that out. Okay. All right. So pay close attention here. It's time for everyone's favorite new game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play to catch an alien? Potato is not getting old. And so, again, finding your life less than perfect is a waste of time. Okay. Me, personally, at the moment... If my ex-wife is banging the judge that's going to make the decision at the moment, I would be like, oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> now, after it, yeah, whatever. It's done and over with. But at the moment, I'd be like, this is exactly what would happen to me for that day. And then I wouldn't give a shit. Well, good. Then, 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 be, then, then be in the don't give a shit day. Don't worry. My, uh, <laughs> my high school sweetheart left me for a detective. So whatever. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Long story. Anyway. So, yeah, so again, the, 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 the getting back to it, nothing has any power except the power that we give to it. What we believe to be true is true for us. What we focus on expands. Oh, by the way, I didn't finish the end of that story. We're shooting a documentary, 12 weeks. Um, we're going to take 12 people, and we're going to make at least one of them a millionaire in that time. Or if I'm not able to make one of them a millionaire, I'm going to give $2 million to charity. And... The person that makes the most money over a million dollars, number one, they all get to keep their money because it's their money. They're not paying me to teach them. Uh, I'm doing it for the documentary. I'm doing it for the example. The person that makes the most money over a million bucks, I'm going to give an additional $1 million prize to. Now, that's how the government should work. Yes. Where you get paid. <laughs> you reward the ones that are doing well. the ones that are doing well. Yes. I think that's a great motto. Well, this thing is going to, I really believe it's going to be a paradigm shift for people. Yeah. I really believe people are going to look at this show and they're going to say, it's not difficult to make money. It's different, which it is. Well, like you said, if you have that mindset that not how can I, will I, that it's there. Okay. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, I have a million I just have to go get it in Guam. <laughs> B, it's like you just need to unleash the power within. Three, the turtle and the rabbit, right? It's like that. <laughs> Next, if you can't see yourself in a Lambo, you'll never drive one. <laughs> Lastly, I mean, I don't need to know how to fly a plane to get to Chile. I just need to buy a ticket <laughs> to catch an alien. All right, I always go first. I think it might be number two, but I'm gonna go with number four, which was the, if you can't see yourself in a Lambo, Lambo. Yeah. you won't drive a Lambo. Monique, what do you think? 
Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, that I think that it's number two. It might even be number five, but yeah. I would love to go with number four. But just for shits and giggles, okay. let me go with number one. All right. Oh, wow. Curveball. Yeah. All right. Number one. Uh, Hannah. I'm going to go with number three, the um, what is it, the turtle and the turtle, hare. Turtle and the rabbit. That's nice. Yeah. And the rabbit. <laughs> well, shit. That's hilarious. I hope it's that one. All right. I'm going to go with the boring old two, which is uh, Unleash the Power Within. All right. Which it is. Well, like you said, if you have that mindset that not how can I, will I, that it's there, I have a million. I just have to go get it in Guam. Monique. How am I going to get to Guam? If that's how you think, <clears throat> I mean, that's good shit. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else to say. Yeah. And, 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 and again, it's the same thing with my kids. If they want Jesus. <laughs> That's all for this week. Come back next week to find out if you have the hypnotic persuasion to catch an alien. Brought to you by the subreddit surfing YouTube channel. Subscribe today for exclusive access to subreddit surfing replays. Also, stay tuned. For subreddit surfing live <laughs> at SuchUncon. So go to WATPLive.com for tickets to DabbleCon. Oh. WATPLive.com. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks, Cardiff. So wait, is he doing a live subreddit surfing at DabbleCon? I wasn't uh, aware of that, but all right, cool. I, I, I just can't even imagine. That potato is so funny. It's just amazing to me you know he asked me to come on the show really early on i should really probably do it now oh yeah that's really funny for sure um monique beginner's luck i'm not gonna give her too much credit on this yeah Uh, that was really my last choice but it makes sense it obviously makes sense i am echoing again so i'm gonna let you um i'm gonna let you go you've been so gracious with your time today it was super fun guys thank you so much of course course. radio gunk is where you want to go to hear Monique on her show, but also they have the, uh, the message board there and uh, you can go and participate in all things Howard Stern and other shows as well. Indeed. May I also promote, I'm starting a new show, probably going to do it tomorrow, depending on when I can get the bed laid down for the opening for it. It's called rotten Reddit. And, um, first couple of episodes are going to be on Ilaria Baldwin and her never ending brood of children and her husband that clearly isn't shooting blanks. So there's that. Yeah, it, I actually when the last episode of Who Are These Social that I did with Blind Mike, we were playing Alec Baldwin on Instagram Live, pleading for people to follow his wife to, so she would get to a million followers for her birthday because that was so important to her that she had a million followers. Yeah, they they begged for it and she got it. So now she's just doing content, which is insanity. Oh, it's insane. Hilarious. So yeah, I'm, I'm all over that. So Sunday night, I think at nine o'clock. Does she do the uh, the Spanish accent, even though she grew up in Boston? Yes, that's exactly who she is. She's Hillary from Boston. So, yeah, super fun. I'm looking forward to doing that. I'm so tired of Howard. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I try to listen to Howard Stern's show and, and pull clips. I did recently do uh, some clips on the Drew and Mike show. That sh- The pace of that show is so slow. It's so tedious. I have a hard time even listening to make fun of it. It's glacial, yeah. actually, yeah. and the worse it is, the more clips I get from it because he just he's, he's just constantly in in lie mode now. You know, he totally has revisionist history on on how the show became as successful as it is. So yeah. Well, Daniel Carver was the one using the N word, not uh, Howard Stern, as we all know. 
of course not. Of course not. All right, guys. Well, thanks for having me. And um, it was fun. Yes. Hannah, nice seeing you. Take care and uh, see you soon. This was great. Thanks, Monique. It's great okay. having you. Uh, AJ Benza, Liss. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> see ya. All right. Goddamn Echo. Hey, the Echo went away. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> Funny how that works. What have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about OP Radio. We did a deep dive into one live stream of <laughs> OP Radio. <laughs> Uh, nice call out from No Agenda, Stuttering John. We had the Mr. Magenta, Cheap Trick cover. Who's right's going to get in on the Stuttering John stuff? Maybe if they can figure it out. Tom Myers is turning 40 and the news gives a shit for some reason. <laughs> Patty Seacoffs is my new BFF. He fucking trashed Sumac. I mean, it, we might want to put this to rest. Like, he, he fucking killed it for us. So, you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts. I'm happy to say that that will happen on Wednesday. It'll be out on Thursday. Vinny Paulino will be making his way over to the studio as we continue to promote our DabbleCon events, and we'll be checking this out. I am Lacey of Lush and Lace. I create erotic audios for your listening pleasure. I think it's going on almost five years now, and my very first post was on Literatica. Now I'm all over Patreon, subscribe, star podcasts too. That's about all that I do. My introduction to porn was the same as it is for most women. Smutty romance novels, <laughs> Harlequins, etc. This is a show called Literatica. This is a suggestion from our buddy Alex, formerly gangrenously. And this description is, Welcome to the official podcast of the web's most popular community of adult fiction and erotic audio creators, readers, and listeners. This is like erotica fan fiction. Mm -hmm. You don't look excited. Whenever we do anything (laughs) that has to do with porn or sex, it is completely unsexy. Yeah. It doesn't matter who or what. It's always boner repellent. Yeah. Yeah. So get your flaccid weeders out, everybody. We'll be checking out some erotica. Get hopefully, ready to not come. Hopefully Hannah will show up to get the boner party going once we're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you a boner guy? Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news. With Lucy Tightbox. From YouTube, Jay Horvath starts things off with Trucker Andy's inflection and wit makes him a great co host. I'll never forget. He's turning into a monster. Una Solita. Grillo seems like such a happy go lucky, take everything in stride kind of guy. I can't understand why he still talks to John. Sacrifice John notes. Those aren't degrees hanging on the wall. They're his first, second, and third grade report cards, also known as John's peak years. Avidan the Expositor. Ayo! More surely free and potato-free content. Please keep it that way. Hashtag detach from hacks. K Brinks suddenly breaks into do do un do up do do un do up Killer without spam. Howard managed to surround himself with enough damaged and broken people to hide his shattered personality. Once he was isolated in his bubble, he became the saddest whack packer of all. Justice is served. God takes a while, but he gets there. Rotary phone. 
I know John is finally getting what he deserves from life, which is nothing, but it still aggravates me how highly John thinks of himself. He really does think that women love him, and he's charming. Two pistols. He downs those beers like all the bitterness and disappointment can't be washed away quick enough. Ricky A, dousing the fires of failure with a torrent of coarse light. Captain Kong quotes Grillo, If you doubt his intelligence, just look at what he's accomplished. Drunk, broke, lonely, fat, bitter, what am I missing? Domo Creole, Steve Grillo has zero self-esteem. Imagine feeling inferior to Stut Joe. Happy days. To John, a trivial job like answering phones becomes talent scout or casting agent. How pathetic. Ten Mark. His lawyer has litigated in court several times, which is good because when you litigate in a parking lot, you tend to be less successful. Mike Johnson, there is a rumor that John has taken time off to get in shape for YouTube boxing. And regarding our Two Girls, One Blunt episode, Go Go Gadget Wang in the Discord writes, I'm actually glad this show exists, because if you know a girl who listens to it, it's an automatic signal to never speak to her again. Enoch F. dunks with, they tried writing a theme song for Two Girls, One Blunt, but there was only one rhyme, and goes on to ask, Is it the deep throating that causes the vocal fry? Reco pines. I hope these women die a violent death. And Super Radical Lutra plays us out with, On behalf of all Ohioans, I'd like to apologize for Zumach. Also, Cardiff is an Idaho 10. All right, that's enough out of you, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's my girl now. Hannah, do we have any new reviews that you can read for us? Yes, I'm going to do two today and save the other ones for Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Wow, sounds like she's going to be on a Wednesday. It does sound that way. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> she's back. The, my schedule has changed, so. Okay. Okay. Uh, Smile Talk Overload uh, from Vlad. It's just two hours of clubfoot Carl trying to catch an alien by smile talking it to death while nitpicking people for vocal fry. Who listens to this garbage? Boom! That sounds like a five star to me, Hannah. <laughs> mm-hmm, it is. I like that. Could you imagine reading that? Smile talking, trying to catch an alien? We'll have to check this show out. <laughs> I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> hmm. I'm into those things. <laughs> All right. All right, the next one is Audio Poison by Rage of Gage. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Gave it a listen since they reviewed Sleepy Cabin. Big mistake. This club-footed no-talent hack should learn how to give constructive criticism. After listening to every episode in six months, I can say that my life has only gotten worse. (laughs) I suppose I may have to sign up for their Patreon to see if any good content is found there. Nothing good is free, apparently. Yes, by the way, if you hate our show, sign up for our Patreon. Yeah, the top level. <laughs> yes, 25 <laughs> bucks a month. That's where you get all the good stuff. That sounds like another five-star, Anna. It is. People are following my instructions. I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for uh, for reading those. And uh, let's check out. We got a few voicemails here. People want to be heard on the show. And uh, who am I to say no? All right, here's my entry for the Tom Myers improv bit. Um, Tom Myers at ground zero. Uh, I'm going in a little half-cocked here because I'm sitting in traffic, but here we go. <clears throat> this is my impression of Tom Myers at ground zero on 9-11. The only thing worse than Maryland drivers is apparently Saudi Arabian drivers because they crashed into the World Trade Center. 
but at least they didn't do heroin. All right, that's my impression of Tom Bravo. Myers at uh, Ground Zero and 11 uh, Call me back. That was a good Tom oh, Myers yeah. impression. Yeah. Wow. Right, I'm going to work on mine. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, uh, what else is going on, guys? Don't be corny. How about you don't be gross? I think you've got a fetish for uh, girls who are fucking gross, Carl. That's why you keep reviewing their fucking podcast. That's fucking gross. And you focus on that shit. It's like, oh, man, I'm so disgusting. <laughs> but I'm going to keep talking about it. It's fucking gross. Shut up, Carl. Fuck off. Hey, uh, call me back when you have a second. I, I got something you need to look at. Thanks. <laughs> uh well you know we did have vic on the show for many years so you might be onto something that's a good point all right hey girl squeaks uh you asked about what the marking on the car means about sex trafficking yeah i'm glad that you called in because if you remember mm-hmm. these weirdos thought they were being sex trafficked in la because somebody wrote with a pen like a washable pen mm-hmm. on their window where they were parked. Yeah. <laughs> well, it all started when middle-aged women entered uh, TikTok because their pussies have dried up and they have no action in their life. And they started making all these crazy claims about how if you see a tissue tucked into your door handle, that means that they're going to follow you home and rape you. And it's just like, well, no one wants to rape you, you fat pig. Anyway, so they started this weird thing that if anything is touching your car when you come back to it, it means you're going to be sex trafficked. And it started this whole fear that we now have to deal with women complaining about where it's like, there was a pizza box next to my car. I'm going to die. No, you're not. That's where it all comes from. It's stupid women on TikTok, as usual. Uh, Well, that's retarded. All right. I did not know about that, but... (laughs) I'll take your word for it. Because <laughs> we're stupid here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Carl, instead of dabbling in conventions, how about you dabble in making a good fucking show? Hey, you got him. Probably back. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <Yeah. laughs> Boom! You're hired, sir. <laughs> well done. All right. Hey, Carl, this is Dylan from somewhere. First time, long time. So I bought a DVD copy of One Too Many, especially for the audio commentary, and John does not disappoint. (laughs) My favorite bit of trivia is that John's daughter appears during the montage about 30 minutes into the movie. They had a hard time getting her to smile as directed because it was 2.30 a.m. The original child actor didn't show up earlier in the day. They pushed this completely unnecessary shot until the end, and father of the year John had someone rip his sleeping daughter out of bed to be the center of attention on a movie set. Simply amazing. See you at DabbleCon. Yeah. Um, I have actually seen that clip. Somebody posted it somewhere. And John doing the commentary for his movie. I can't wait. It should just be him with his palm in his face just going, oh, my God, I can't believe I made this movie. <laughs> and he's going, oh, this is a great story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get his own daughter to fucking laugh. It's <sighs> hilarious. Um, we might have access to that DVD. Don't well, we know someone who ordered it? Yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have the commentary track on it? Uh, it hasn't arrived yet. Okay. So, I want to check that out. Okay. We'll have a little party. Yes. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? Want to watch that instead? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <All> right, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. 
Cardiff actually called into the show. Hmm. I know he's not here right now, but thankfully he called into the show. Oh, hey, Carl. This is Cardiff Electric. (laughs) I hate to be corny on your message machine, but the other guy that called in the other day, he's right. I do suck, and I'm on the show way too much. Plus, I know all about everything that you ever talk about. Uh... Oops, I guess I accidentally am Canadian. Sorry. Got you, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hello, man, buddy. Um, so that was Cardiff, obviously. And uh, that's going to do it for voicemails. Hannah, welcome back to the show. I, yes. I like your new studio Thanks. setup. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> It really does not look real. Makes, I, I know. It's so it bizarre. It makes me want to fix something. Like <laughs> yeah. your studio. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just the lighting. Mm. Yeah. Well, also, it's... you look like you're... I don't know. There's something about you being framed up in there that yeah. looks... A little Photoshop. You know what it looks like? It looks like the prequels of Star Wars. You kind of look <laughs> like a, a Jar Jar Banks. Like, well, I don't think that thing's actually there. Whoa. <laughs> Was that mean? I'm sorry. I went too far. Yeah. No, <laughs> I take okay. it all back. I do. Yeah. All right. Be man. nice, man. Hannah's almost as funny as Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah. Almost. <laughs> so brutal. All right. This has been a, uh, a fantastic episode. Uh, what do you guys think? That was a great episode. That was really great. Oh, thanks, Patton. <laughs> I appreciate that. What a cornball. <laughs> All right. We got to get out of here, right? This dude is fucking corny. Hannah, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you again on Wednesday. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt. Okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's it. over. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. <laughs>